Podeskew is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast. And each week, we give a comedic take on all forms of entertainment, such as movies, music, video games, television, and much more. So put your shades on and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Shades on. We're on. Podcast. I am CJ. With me, as always, is my head roll. I may Rico. What's up, man? Come with me if you want to live. Oh dear God, motherfucker! I was wondering where you were going with that one today. Well, if I really was going to do it, I'd just go over like T one, like fuck you, asshole. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, or 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 nice night for a walk. That would have been no the way lo- to go. Laundry day, nothing clean, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, what's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, just uh, my back hurts for some fucking reason. I don't know if I slapped on it in a weird angle, but like the center of my back, like, has like a pinched thing, and I'm trying Ow. to straighten it out and stuff. Rub some lidocaine on it, but like, I feel like I, I feel kind of half cyborgish. Like I feel like, you know what I feel like. I feel like all of Genesis is just in my back, like, and not even like the product, but the fucking movie itself. That's how okay. much painful it is. So, so you're you're getting method on your 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 pod- podcasting. You're getting method. Correct. I'm 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 gonna become a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm completely off topic, but I just noticed your PS5 is missing. Where did it go? Oh, uh, we moved. Uh, we didn't move like houses. We moved everything down to a small. Oh, look at that thing! Shelf. How about that? So VCRs on the bottom, PS5 above, and then I'm sorry, uh, PlayStation 3 above that, and then the PS5 on the top. There you go. Looks so nice. it's all, all right. it's all organized. Yeah, it, it, instead of this whole thing right here, which was just stacked with fucking electronics and appliances, waiting to for fall. a California yeah. fucking earthquake. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, all right, let's move everything over here a little bit. Yeah, no, it looks good. All right. Anyway, sorry, not to get derailed there, but um, yeah. Um, so if you haven't figured out from uh, Rico's uh, opening line and his dig at one of the films, um, we're we're discussing the Terminator franchise today. Uh, Correct. All uh, six, with the exception of Sarah Connor Chronicles, because I which, didn't have time to watch anything. Which is technically a TV show, anyway. So. Correct. And, and a, in terms of media. Yes. You know, or, and according to the according to the uh wiki here, because I had it up and ready to go, there is the six movies, which we all mm-hmm. know. The Sarah Chronic Sarah um Chron- <laughs> Sarah Connor Chronicles. I'm Thank you. you. But there's also a whole bunch of comic books and seventy seventy two novels. Yeah. I have that's a, one. That's a lot of novels. I have the novelization of Rise of the Machines. 
Yeah, I don't know that these are novelizations. I think these are legit, like... I, I think it includes novelizations. I think it includes movie tie-ins and shit, because... Uh, because. Maybe. I'm looking at it now. It doesn't look like it. Mm, well. It's its own. It's its own set of books. So, anyway... In the, <laughs> in the books. In the in the book. Yeah. In the books. Uh, yeah. In the books where, you know, I'm the I'm not the hero, I'm the villain of the of, yeah. This is astounding, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I love reading books and I love I, I don't know how to write a book, but you know, I know how to read, you know. Mary <laughs> you sound you, know, you sound more like Sly than you do Schwarzenegger right now. No, I'm, just I'm doing you know. old Schwarzenegger now, which still oh. sounded more like Sly than Sly's down here. It's not, you know, it's it's not the ah yeah, it's it's the enthusiasm. But the, the infl- has enthusiasm. He's like, hey, yo, I'm happy. <laughs> the, 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 the the inflections were the same, to be fair. But look, you know, you one fucking. Action star you can barely understand is another action star you can barely understand. Don't get me fucking started on Jean-Claude Van Damme, goddammit. I, I, I think you put... I, I here, Here's a conversation I want to watch now, right? I want mm-hmm. I want Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Van Damme, and Ford in the same room having a conversation. That's the well, conversation. That's... Yeah. You actually almost get that, and I think Expendables too. I think you're right. The, the irony... I don't, Except Harrison, right? Harrison's not in that. Har- Harrison is in one of them. I think is he's it? in two. Okay. Well, because I was going to say, you need you need a more translators in that room than you do at the UN. I'm just saying. So, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. I, he, here's what I want to do for this one, honestly, okay. before we even get any of the films. And, and we, we've done, we're not going way out of, like, normal practice with what I'm about to propose here, but I want before we get into any discussion, let's rank these six, because I have a real distinct feeling we're going to we're going to be in lockstep for like the very beginning, and then it's going to just fall to shit, so Yeah, Uh, okay, I think I'm just putting this out there Yeah. We are in agreement that Judgment Day is the best. Oh, without question. Yes. Okay, great yeah, episode. Yeah. That's the end of Potoskew. Uh, thank you for uh, <laughs> yeah, listening. To- no. We finally agreed. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Uh, um, all right. So if I'm writing these out, uh, I will do... So obviously T2, right? Yep. And then I'm going to go T, the, 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 the first Terminator. Okay. And then I am going to go... See, this is where it gets difficult. Uh, already. It's I can already, already tell fucking... you we're not in the same place. That's fine. I, 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 I we, that's okay. I know we're going to disagree because if we agree, then it's not a very good fucking Pontescu episode. So <laughs> no, we've uh, had a couple good ones where we agree, but yeah. All right, Ninja Turtles, one fucking episode, Ninja <sighs> Turtles. We, yeah, I was gonna say Oceans because I think for the most part we agreed on Oceans. I think the one difference I... we had was eight. Eight was the one that we kind of like. And twelve. No, because I think we had twelve in the same place we had. Because I remember, well, I said I could flip flop eight and twelve at any time. So that's yeah. Right. Go ahead. Anyway. All right. So T two, T one. Uh, I'm going to go Dark Fate. Believe it or not. Wow. I I, I had reservations at first. Originally, it was going to be T three. Uh, but I I have a little bit more of an appreciation for Dark Fate. I still have problems with it. Don't get it twisted. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dark Fate, and then I'm going to go... 
T3, and then I'm going to go Salvation, and then I'm going to go Genesis. Like, I... Yeah, we're not not even close, except for Judgment Day. (laughs) All right, let me hear yours. So, so for me, it's it, number one and two in terms of order, not one and two movies. You know, mm-hmm. is T two Judgment Day, uh-huh. Salvation is two. Oh, cock smoker. Um, three is a tough spot for me because I it's another one of those where I could flip flop depending on my mood for real. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. either going to be T one or Genesis. I, I okay. Then T3 and then Dark Fate is at the bottom, the absolute bottom. Okay, so give just give it to me one more time without without. Sure. Inc- so if I, I this is the way I'm sitting today. It's two, four, five, one, three, six. Okay, yeah, we're we're uh, all right. Ding ding. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay. Uh, let's 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 do them in order. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's do the films in order. Okay. So you had, ne- despite the fact that you have high reverence for T two, you had never seen Terminator. Correct. Until we did this episode. In its entirety, I had seen sequences of of the first one, like okay. flipping through channels or being at someone's house, and they had it on, but I wasn't really paying attention because we weren't doing like a, like a sibling had it on, so we walked through the room. Or you know what I mean, like that kind of thing. Sure. So, can I just ask a question? Sure. Why the fuck did it take you forty-one years to watch Terminator? Um, because I'm it just had... saying on a curiosity level, because you love T two so much, wouldn't you just want to be like, I gotta watch the first one just to well, see more Arnold, more Terminator, all that shit? Okay, so so a couple things I can say that first off, your math is off because it would only be thirty-seven years since it didn't come out till I was four. Number one. But um, beyond that, uh, 37, 37, that's not even why I said it. It is just the way the math lines up <laughs> That's beside in, the a row? in a row, uh, the in a row, o- 37 years in a row. You did not watch Terminator. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the other thing no, is that I, it, it was described to me as a horror film versus an action film. Whereas T2 is definitely more of an action film. Than Correct. a horror film, and as that I don't really like horror films, that and you know that it. Oh, I do. It really just see, and there was enough information shared with me, mm-hmm. just about the concept of what's going on in T One that, like, I never was lost by not having seen the details. You know. Okay. So that, that's fair. Yeah, so it, it 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 was it was it was avoiding horror films that I don't actively like, and which which I will also say right off now having watched it, I don't think it's a horror film. It it's it's a little bit grittier and a little bit darker, but it's certainly not a. It's still an action film. It's a sci-fi action film. It's just you know, but it's low budget, and you know it's low budget. We've talked about that, and that and, that, and as such, it's got some like horror-ish elements to it but it's not what i would call a horror film you know i i think it gives off a horror vibe one because the terminator is essentially a robot michael myers or jason Voorhees. 
yeah, in that aspect. Something about that makes it doesn't feel very hard to me. I don't know what that is. I I'm not saying you're wrong in your assessment right there, but mm-hmm. I don't. It doesn't line up for me in terms of a hard, Like to me, it's not a heart. You know what I mean? Well, I would also argue that the makeup and the prosthetics and the animatronics in T1 look almost grislier, like when he is yeah, well, removing it's his all, own eyeball. Because it's all practical versus... It's all practical, but I'm yeah. saying when he removes his eyeball, for example, it, it kind of comes off more horror-oriented, but because in T2 he's a protagonist and he, like you know, licks his wounds, so to speak. Sure. It, it just comes off like Bruce Willis or a typical Schwarzenegger I, film where it's, it's less, I think it's on the cusp. I think it's horror. It's definitely a sure. sci-fi film, but it's definitely got action. And it also has elements of horror. I think also what makes it okay is because like someone losing an eyeball does not automatically to me make it a horror. And I'm not saying you're saying that either. I want to stress that, but I mean like, but hear me out. Like I, cause Cause, and I say that because, like, in, in, for example, Angels and Demons, the the Linden movies, right? Like, mm-hmm. the priest loses his eye in the beginning. And, yes, that's terrible and kind of gross. It's not a horror film, right? So, And in the same regard, I knew it was a fake eyeball. And I think that plays a role in it not being so gruesome because you know it's, you know, really just a fake thing. You know, I don't know. True, but I think it's also the it's him doing it himself, even if he is a machine. That could be it just, that it just could be could, it too. Yeah, you know, it's it just didn't feel horror to me. You know, so well, well, what was your overall take? Did you? Did I, you I no, I dug it, and and honestly, like in that numbering I gave you, I could flip flop five and one any day of the week, depending on the way I'm feeling. Like I. One could easily be the third one in my list because it's it, if I'm in a mood, if I'm in like an 80s nostalgic mood, I would put that movie on. Like that's that's something mm-hmm. I would put on much like I would put on something like um, Escape from New York, which, mm-hmm. you know, I know you've never seen, but it's got that same 80s. It's not a horror film at all, but it's certainly got that right. 80s, you know, vibe. That like, Same thing with like um, Big Trouble in Little China. Like I would put it right in that same class in terms of if I was just in that mood, you know, low. That's a movie I would pick. But you, so. but you would argue Big Trouble is, is definitely campier. Oh no, no, no! Movie. I'm talking about just '80s vibe mood. I'm not right. talking okay. about comparing okay. the movies to one another. No, not at all. Yes, okay. Big Trouble is infinitely more campy than, than Terminator for sure. All right, yeah. so give me your pros and cons of T1. Um. All right, well, give me your pros. Well, I'm having because I think I think there are a lot of one and the same like. The fact that it's got very '80s feel to it is a pro to me, but it's also very much a con because they weren't able to do as much as they were able to do in some of the later films. You know, sure. um, also I'm guessing the budget was a lot lower. I didn't look at the numbers, but I'm assuming the budget was a lot lower for T1 versus subsequent films. So again, I would agree, yeah. So again, they probably didn't have as much wiggle room to do things. Sure. You know, but they, but in that same vein. With what they had to work with, they made a pretty damn good fucking movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, they, you know, I, you, one thing I realized is like, you, I don't, if I recall, you don't see Reese ever come into, in from the, the time bubble or whatever, time ball or whatever. Like, you see the lightning and you see it hit the, the, the trash truck and all that kind of stuff, but you don't actually see 
him until after it all disperses. Like he's just laying there in the in the alleyway. I I, I think, might be wrong. I think but... he falls. I don't think you. I think you. I, it's hard for me to remember. I didn't. I I made the decision not rewatch Terminator because I'd already seen it numerous right. times. Right. Um, but I think. I want to say they did show the ball of lightning, but I think I they showed the wrong. ball. No, but in in some of the other ones, you see the ball lightning, and then you see actually someone like appear within the ball. Like the, the ball never leaves camera. Whereas this, Correct. they like they did the ball, then they shot over to the trash truck. Correct. The lightning ends, and they pan back, and there's Reese on the ground in the. Uh-huh. That's what I'm, I'm not, and I'm not criticizing, by, but I'm saying. It because they probably didn't have the budget to put mm-hmm. in the CGI the way it needed to to right. make, or they they wanted know. to use one over the other, and they were like, "Let's do it for Schwarzenegger as opposed to right, Reese. right, yeah. it, exactly, right." So, like, it, 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 the only thing that I didn't get in that sequence, and I still don't, and I and I've I I've not watched it again since, but they, and we can talk about, we're gonna obviously talk about it, but they 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 reshoot that sequence for a later movie. And mm-hmm. I never understood why the cop starts chasing him unless unless it's because he stole the the the, the homeless guy's pants. But it's not very clear, at least to me, that that's exactly why the cop starts chasing him almost immediately. It's two. It's 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 the fact that he that Reese panics and runs and automatically the cops going to be like, what the fuck? Why are you running? You must be sure. wrong. And then the guy was like, that fucking guy stole my pants. So it's like, OK. You know, which, but even by that, the way, got to give Reese credit for like landing in 1984. Next to a guy stealing. who, yeah. But like, he's like, those pants, I'm going to steal those pants. Like a fucking homeless guy's pants, probably full of urine, never been washed. Like, yeah, he he's just like, pants, I'm going to steal those know, pants. So. Um, but see, even then, like, if I recall, and maybe I need to go back and watch it again, but if I recall, before. Reese even runs, the cops driving down stops and goes, Hey, don't move. Like this is before Reese even moves. Mm. So like I just don't understand what it was that caused the cop to like the the squad car to like stop well, like, and be like, Hey, you you know what I mean? Well like, maybe that... maybe because there was the electrical storm, like people were calling in. It's like someone's still in the throwing up someone there's sparks going off and then they go in I, mean, I mean maybe and... like is is that you know, I'm not I'm not saying that they like oh well they did that and it's fucking terrible. Like no 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 right. but it, it it just didn't that's one thing that like did not make sense to me. You know sure. what I mean? Um and, and not to jump to two but like there's a sequence in two where the cops go see Sarah in the in the the hospital Mm-hmm. And say this guy killed, you know, fifteen cops or whatever it was in nineteen eighty four, and then this guy was in the mall three hours ago or whatever. I might have the numbers wrong, but you're you're mm-hmm. with me, all right. It was nice to see that in context. I will say mm-hmm. that because I having never seen it, like again, mm-hmm. I knew enough that I was able to put it together and it I was you know, he was killing people to try to get to her. So right. while I didn't see it, you know, it was nice to be able to kind of see that you know, that sequence, but well, I will add just a little, uh, addendum to that. Yeah. They actually dressed up, uh, Schwarzenegger again in his clothes of 84. Yeah. To recreate the photo. I would if you look at that photo, uh, it's not from the 84 film. It was a recreation. I, I didn't pay attention that closely. I believe you, but I didn't pay attention that yeah. closely to it. So 
because Schwarzenegger had like like not dramatically, but he definitely had some work done. Oh yeah, yeah. Like since eighty four to ninety one or ninety, yeah. assuming when they were filming T two. Sure, sure. So, um, okay, so it's a very different Sarah Connor. And T1 as opposed to T2. You And you would expect that, though. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. I mean, how... I I, I wouldn't... Nothing against her herself. But Linda <laughs> Hamilton is not the most prolific actress. No, I wouldn't say she, that. Yeah. She, she's, she's only really kind of done a handful of shit. And the majority of it is a Sarah Connor. I will add, and this is completely fucking kidsman. Today, as we're recording this, today is Linda Hamilton's birthday. Is it? It is. It's, I swear. It is. Happy birthday, uh, Linda Hamilton. And yeah. for what it's worth, she she was born not far from where I could be and you know, the town she lived in. She was born in, in like an hour and a half. So look at that. Really? Yeah. There you go. Uh, so what was your take on uh, Sarah Connor, uh, Sarah Connor uh, in T1? Just... just I mean, I'm just asking of like, because it's such a different performance that you have to ask, you have to like give it some credibility of like, okay, she's the meek, probable virgin, essentially. Yeah. If they're really pushing the whole savior thing of she's like the Virgin Mary, or not the Virgin Mary, but she's like, she's the mother of the fucking Mother, Ma- mother Mary. That's the reference, that's the reference she goes back to in Dark Fate. I right. think that's the word she uses. Yeah. Right, so if it, it, it's like kind of seeing pre-post birth, and I'm just curious of how you feel if you have any comments on on her performance in T1. No, I think I think she played the role that she was given. I I think mm-hmm. I think that you know what she was as a character is what you would expect from someone who's in their mid twenties, living alone, trying to date, and then finds out that you know not living alone but has a you know when i say living alone i mean not like with a family she's got a roommate but you know what i mean you know actually as it turns out based on the math she's only 19 well based on math fucking terminator doesn't know how to do math because the math throughout this entire franchise is so fucking jacked up it is it's absolutely jacked up but like we're we're revealing something i mean it's it's sort of Knowledge for diehard Terminator fans, but T2, despite being filmed in 91 and released in 91, is actually set in 95. Right. But it still does the math wrong. I know. But I'm just clarifying that because they they say that Sarah Connor is 29 years old when she's in the asylum. So she and and John is, despite See, being played by a 13 year old, he's supposed to be 10. Okay. So. I'm glad you brought that that reference up, the mm-hmm. 29 in the asylum, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think she was 29 when she was admitted, not what she is now. And she's been wow. there for at least six months, if not longer. So mm-hmm. also, and, and listen, I need you to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right here. The doctor that interrogates Reese in one mm-hmm. is the same guy in the yeah. hospital. And it is. Okay. So like, I think he's might even be ref- when he says 29 might even be referring to Sarah from back then. That's, that I, was my 
kind of the least way to line up Sarah in the whole thing, you know? Based on my understanding and my research, first off, yes, it is um, Dr. Silverman. is He's the... He's one of the few actors to have been in more than two Terminator movies. He's in the first three. And if you include the archive footage of Dark Fate, he's in four. Four, right. Um, yeah. I think his name is Earl Bowen. And, and, and what a fucking great character actor for such a, like a fucking pain in the ass character. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't like that guy, but I think you're not supposed to like that guy. Like that's the you're whole not idea. Supposed to. Yeah. You're, um, but, from what I understand, he because he's saying to his other what doctor assistants or whoever's on tour with him in T2. Oh, they're probably th- residents. They're probably residents. Yeah, he he is. I think he it wouldn't make sense, in my opinion, and based on the research that I've done, that he would say she was, you know, 29 years old. But imply that that was when she admitted. I think he's saying she is 29 years old based on the context of the conversation. And ultimately, the math is what it is. Because she's not 30 in Terminator 1. She looks young. Yeah, so I, I, I would, would have argue, put her at like 23 to 25 if I was guessing. Yeah. But the, I, I think it's kind of been more or less accepted that she is 19, she conceives John, and then 29 is her age. She looks rough for 29, but you don't blame her for looking rough. She's been fucking going through such hardcore Right, right. for 10 years and, and, and training and getting ready for what's next. Yeah, yeah. So I correct. agree with you there. Yeah. So I, I, think, I think she is supposed to be 29, which... Yeah, I think that's I think that is the current age for her in T2, which means she would be 19 in T1. Okay, that as far as like math problems though is the least of my I concerns. <laughs> like like that is the like you what, do you want to talk more about one because you touched on it in John because John's the biggest math problem I've got of of what we're still talking about T1? No, and 2 because it Oh, that's what I'm I, saying. Yeah, I still have more shit to talk about C1. Well, let's stay with one and we'll come back to that then because okay. my I have a big problem with the math with John's age in two. Okay, but, well, yeah. well it, let, let me hear it. Let me hear your fucking, your, your math problem. <laughs> All right, so, so <laughs> and it kind of ties over to three just a little bit. Like it has okay. to for this, for this, it's not even the, for my argument to work, just for my problem to line up, right? Okay. So in... You know, Sarah's nineteen. Fine, she she fucks Kyle. Um, life life goes on. She has she has a child. You know, and whatever. What? Just the way you like. She fucks Kyle. Like <laughs> it is what it is. Um, All right. When when the Terminator when when the T one thousand specifically Robert Patrick shows up and and steals the the cop car and looks up John's information on the computer in the cop car which I have a major problem with the T1000 at that moment in and of itself that I guess we'll get to but you know um he he looks up John's a it looks it up and it says he's 10 years old date of birth and I don't remember the exact date it does give one but I, the important thing I do remember is the year is 1985 correct so which leads to your he's 10 years old which leads to it being set in 95 despite being released 
91, yeah. which is fine. I I, right. I don't have a problem with any of that. Fine. That I'm okay I, with. I just think that's something that's overlooked by a lot of people is all I'm saying. I think you're right. I agree. Now, fast forward to T3 real quick. He's talking to Claire Danes. Uh, Kate, mm-hmm. Kristen? Caitlin? Caitlin, I think. Right? Or Catherine. 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 Catherine Brewster. Yeah, yeah. He's talking to Catherine, and he says, one of these came back and saved you when I was 13 years old. Aha. You're, um, you're, I, I completely forgot about that, but you're absolutely right. That is definitely a goof. Not to mention, it's- he doesn't act like he's 10. Even in T2, he's acting like he's about 13. Agreed. I totally agree with that. And I think if they're going to fucking raise the, you know, because the end of the world is supposed to be 97. So I guess they couldn't have it 98 when he would be roughly 13. I mean, they could have just, they could have passed Edward Furlong at 12 and then changed that line of dialogue in Rise of the Machines where he was 12, you know. I, it could I, have been I, fixed. It's just some fucking overlooking. I definitely agree with you. And I guess because I mean, like, let let's be real. And this is no nobody's fault. It's life. It's genetics, right? But Ed Furlong was going through some serious fucking puberty during that entire mm-hmm. fucking movie because you want to talk about voice cracks? Jesus Christ! He had to redub himself so many times. I'm sure. That- and, but the one time that they kept his younger voice was the part where he and Arnold are talking about, like, why humans cry. Because mm-hmm. he felt it would impact the emotion where he would be like a like a softer voice. Sure. Um, I made the joke with Steph when we were watching T2. I'm like, I think the T-1000 is able to track John just by how high-pitched his voice is. <laughs> it's like it picks up, like, sonar and shit. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> Come on, let's go! <laughs> oh, there he is. He's there 43 he, right. miles southwest of fucking who gives a shit. I'm on my way. <laughs> well, I mean, apparently the, the, the Moto Terminators are drawn to loud noises, so that wouldn't be too far off, if I recall. So Yeah. Um, they would have also caught up a whole lot fucking faster. Yeah, probably. Uh, but Why didn't they send one of those fucking things back? You know, just a motorcycle, you know, just get your motor run. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. What'd you think of Michael Bain? Because this would be, apart from a deleted scene that's been reinserted into T2, this is the first time you've seen Michael Bain as Kyle Reese. I thought he did fine. I, I thought he was okay. I mean, I, I understand why he had to die, but I, I would, would not have minded seeing more of him had he survived in some capacity. Sure. And ultimately, in a way we do, in the ultimate special extended twice over blowjob edition, you know, like it's, you know, whatever. The, it, had, it had a really crazy <laughs> long title to it, but. Come with me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I I liked him. I thought he did fine. I I thought he played the role just the way you were supposed to. I I, I had no problem with his performance. Yeah, I I definitely appreciate Michael Bay's performance. Originally, he was supposed to be Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay, that's the thing is there's some casting. Like, originally, Schwarzenegger walked in to read for Kyle Reese, and James Cameron took one look at him and said, Fuck no, you are a Terminator. Are you kidding me? Apparently, and I'm going to see this guy again, like, this week, so. I'm sorry? Uh, Michael Bain. Apparently, I'm going to see him again this week in this week's homework. In what? Aliens. 
Oh, and aliens. Yes, I I forgot. See, that's the thing. He's he's um he's a Cameron regular. Uh, one we of should... his God. One of his more nuanced and really good performances is the Abyss. Oh shit! It's like you know you saw the the movie The Rock, right? Yeah, yeah, and I like that one. The one with Connery and Nicolas Cage, right? Right. Yeah. He's yeah. in that as well. I saw. Yeah. And he's all like, but if you took his character in The Rock and you put him like in a fucking tank under the ocean and like he's getting like decompression sicknesses and shit like mm. that where he's going crazy. Oh, it's such a great fucking performance. Like it rivals anything Schwarzenegger could do as a villain as far as, far as I'm concerned. Uh, because you expect the Terminator to be kind of stiff and wood and robotic, but like Michael Bain is, is he's just a guy who believes in what he believes, but he's gone batshit crazy. Kind of like Ed Harris in, in the rock, uh, you know, in an ironic, but he's not crazy. He just believes in his thing. Right. Right. So much. Um, you know what we I, we should we should do, and we don't usually bury the lead on what we're doing, but because we're doing like an October like series here, we should lay out like this is the first of four that we're going to be doing for the month of October. So we're doing right. Terminator for this episode. Our next episode is going to be a, the whole Alien Aliens franchise. So Alien, we're getting it. I, I don't think we've narrowed down if we're including Prometheus yet, but we're gonna try. We're gonna I told you that was up to you. I right. said you should watch the first four, and then if you have the time, you should watch Prometheus and Alien Covenant. That's up to you. Well, so we're gonna try to include as much of the Alien franchise as we possibly can, and then and then the next one, the one after that, will be the Predator franchise, and then mm -hmm. our to finish up the month, we're with a special guest that that I'm not going to announce, but with a special guest. We're gonna do Alien versus Predator and Alien versus Predator Requiem. So mm -hmm. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a month of those, and we'll remind you of these as each month, each episode as we're going through it. We'll say, hey, okay, we're in you know chapter two, if you will, of our Halloween series this this year. Um, right. So uh, anyway, so we'll, but we'll be talking about Michael Bain next episode as well. So yeah. So. All right, so with yeah, I thought he did fine though. I thought he did a good job. I think, um, you know, I a lot of these movies when when you know people time travel and stuff like this, I feel like they don't always plan well. Like you know, I I understand time is the essence because like you know the the term the, the that's the other thing about the Terminators in this. Like I feel like they they kept flip flopping on the model fucking number of. Schwarzenegger's model specifically. Well, he was a he was he was a series eight hundred, but he was model one hundred one. Okay, and then in three, he is an eight fifty. Okay, no, no, no. That that I I didn't even catch that. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like that, I didn't even catch. But I was, I, I read it in the book. <laughs> in the book, uh, I well, no. What I was referring to was so to me, one hundred one and eight hundred were two different things. So maybe I misunderstood something, and that's fine. I I'm I'm willing to admit, admit that. But so like it, it just seemed like it was inconsistent. Like sometimes he was an eight hundred, and sometimes he was a one hundred one. But if it's one hundred one as the model number for the T eight hundred series. That lines up a little better, and I'm I'm kind of on board there. Okay, sure. so thank you for clarifying that. But you know, well, I want to add one more thing about casting. Sure. sure. Originally, it was supposed to be offered. The Terminator was supposed to be offered to OJ. <clears throat> bear, bear with me. 
it was offered to OJ because of his size, you know, sure, football sure. height and everything. Sure. And then I shit you not, James Cameron says, nah, I can't see OJ as a killer. <laughs> I swear to fuck, that is a true story. Okay, I, I have yeah. to say this, but I'm sorry to the, the Perlmans and the Brown family in advance. Do you think the whole time he's like, yeah, now what do you think, James Cameron? Now, <laughs> I, I, no, the, 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 the honor, the honest answer is no. Um, but like, I don't think it was really like OJ was fully aware of the discussions. Sure, I think it was not. like a possibility, yeah. but I don't know if like Cameron went to OJ and said, you're not a fucking killer. Oh yeah. Man. Probably not. Like, no, probably not. Yeah. Um, um I, I know I know James Cameron has ruined a lot of relationships. I don't think, I think he ruined the fucking he did this one, you know, yeah. I no, don't think, I don't so think either. he fucked that up. I I agree. I agree. Um yeah, but uh, as <sighs> as a whole, as a beginning to a franchise with a low budget, you know, for when it came out, I, I think it's a fine fine movie. You know what I mean? I do. I also am a I'm a fan of Lance Henriksen, who played the uh the lead detective in T one. Uh, I fucking love that actor. He's he's uh, you'll see him in Aliens. He plays uh, Bishop, okay. the android. Gotcha. Um, so he he was another regular of Cameron, but he um he kind of disappeared uh as well. But well, uh, I, mean, I mean, he's still he's well, still doing shit, but just not as prolific as he was in the eighties and nineties. I think a lot of the people in these franchises, with the exception of Arnold, you know, like they didn't get any real. Big big names in this beyond Arnold until Salvation, really. I mean, like even Claire Danes, as as good as she is, is not like a huge. She she's big now. She's a big TV star now because and of she was, no, and, and she was big with part um not Party of Five. What was she in? She was in a TV show with a, she had a brother who had Down syndrome. I forget what it was called. That's why she was mm. huge in that show for years. I'm blanking she was on also it. in Romeo plus Juliet. Right, right. I mean, so uh, well, I and mean, I think she got that one. She definitely got that movie off the TV show, the one I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm gonna have to look it up now because that's gonna bother me if I don't. But I'll, I'll have it for you in a second. But um, you know, but then she kind of fell off for a while. I mean, with well, all right. respect, she did. She fell, and then she came back. You know, she did this. Oh, the movie with the show was called My So Called Life, and it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know and, of it. I know of it. Yeah, she she the show focused on her, but she had a brother who had Down syndrome, and they had a very uh, good like it was like a close relationship, and it was that whole like how do I go through a high school with a brother who's got Down syndrome and that whole thing. So, um, I I never watched it, but I I always heard good things. Like I never heard bad things about it. Um, I have nothing against Claire Danes as an actress. Oh, I don't either. from From what I've seen. In Homeland, which is not a lot, I was definitely impressed. And uh, yeah. I was bored to tears with Romeo plus Juliet. I thought it was a fucking awful film. Personally, I actually kind of liked it. I'm not saying it's some great cinema, but it, I I didn't it, mind it. It's it's an art house piece, and I respect you know Bosley uh, yeah. doing something. But sure. at the same time, it's just not my genre. Sure, um, sure. It's it's not mine either. But I didn't hate it. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, um, but you're you're right. Like Arnold is really the one who skyrocketed i mean michael bain briefly like i said he had 
the abyss. He had the rock. He, I mean, he got a slight resurgence cause he was on Mandalorian in one episode. Yep. Uh, and he was fucking perfect. He was good. That, yeah. say. <laughs> he was good. Like it was. And I mean, he's always going to be, I'm 90% sure he was in Navy seals. Like, um, uh, I have his up. part of the clerk's joke. Like, Ooh, Navy, Navy seals. seals. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm um, looking. What year did that? Do you know when Navy Seals came out? It's got to be what ninety three ish. It's well, it's got to be before Clerks, so ninety one yeah. maybe. Uh, yes. It, well, first off, it's ninety, but that's what it is. And yes, he was in it. So there you go. Yeah. Do you, I'll tell you <laughs> something funny. My dad was. My dad always like watches random movies and shit. Sure. And I come up and I'm like, "What are you watching?" He's like, "Oh, some movie called Navy Seals." And I went, "Ooh, Navy Seals." He had no idea. He had no <laughs> clue. He's like, "Why? What's a good fucking movie?" I'm like, "Oh, okay, all right, Dad." I walked yeah. away quickly. Yeah, um, best way to handle it. <laughs> Just walk away. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. To... Oh, okay, what was your take on Arnold as a fucking villain? Because that um... really has not happened a lot. Sure, sure. Um, it was fine. I mean, like... We prefer him as a hero. Like It's not even about preferring him as a hero. Like, honestly, to me, I know it's called Terminator. Like, I know that's the name of the movie. But, like, to me, that character is really secondary to the dynamic between Sarah and Kyle. Like, the Kyle-Sarah thing is definitely more, the to me, the, the focus of the film. So Sure. I can, so, I can agree with that. I, I think you could have, you know, like some no-name body-doubled person walking around and have the same result as you did having Arnold. In this one, as the franchise goes on, that changes. But in this particular film, in the very first one, it could have been a no-name big dude walking around, and it would have had the same result, in my opinion. I, I, I respectfully disagree, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. If it sure. was like a, just a stuntman, like that would work if it was like Michael Myers or Jason. Because mask. they don't talk. Yeah, but he barely, he barely talks, except for when he's like, give me your clothes, you know. But... But when he talks, it sounds robotic. It sounds foreign. It sounds almost alien. Like, you don't want Robocop, you like, you know, speaking like how you and I speak. You don't want Terminator to, you know, do that. You want Terminator, as when he lands from the future into our past, he has to sound like he was just pulled off the fucking line. You know, he. you don't want Siri immediately sounding. You want Siri to approve is all I'm saying. I know, but I mean, like, listen, I was trying to avoid this comparison because it is actually the first thought I had, but you could have put David Prowse right there and it would have been the same goddamn result. Sure, but I... Fine, because David Prowse still has that quote-unquote foreign accent. That's exactly why I said it. Yeah, yeah. But I think... Arnold, like not not for nothing, especially back then. Arnold was not a fucking good actor. Well, that's any... kind of my point. You know what I mean? Like, right. But I I don't think you could just. I think Arnold added a little bit of the stiffness more than even David Prowse could have done. Not for nothing. Maybe. I mean, I... It, 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 yeah. Not for nothing. It would not have worked if it was OJ. OJ would have probably tried to be fucking like. Oh yeah, yeah. It overly, yeah. Like, oh, fuck you, asshole. No, but no. And, it's something about even just the line, the iconic fucking line. I'll be back. Originally, Schwarzenegger said to Cameron, "He's like, 
Yeah, I, I can't. It's, it's hard for me to say I'll be back. It's with my accent. Is I'll be back. Can't, I think it would be better if it was I will be back. And James Cameron was like, no. No. Yeah. It's I'll be back. He's like, no, trust me. It would be better if it's I will be back because, you know, he's a robot. He, he would say phonetically or, you know, proper sentences. Like, which, no, but, well, I'll first off, he's not wrong because that's how data. If you go Star Trek, like Data does not use contractions at all. He speaks in full words all the time. But that's beside the point. Number two, for as iconic as that phrase is, and I'm not taking away from the iconicism of it, I would honestly tell you that I think Come With Me If You Want to Live is used way more in the franchise than I'll Be Back. Like It's almost like that's they try to shoehorn that in well, they, way they more. They do both. They they do a variation of "I'll be back" in every single one, and they do more or less "Come with you, come with me if you want to live" or a variation of that. They're both stand. Uh, they're both. Um, maybe templates. I maybe I caught the other one because I caught more of the "Come with me if you want to live" than the. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but like I noticed it more than the "I'll be back" in some of them. Well, because you know. because apart from the first film. There, it's just a sentence. Whereas "Come with me if you want to live" sounds like a fucking movie right. tagline. Sure, sure. But "I'll be back" is just like, "Hey, I'll see you later." You know? Yeah, so, right, right. Like in T one, it's obviously "I'll be back," and then uh, in like T three, he says, "I'm back," and then like another, just as examples, fucking in in Dark Fate, Sarah Connor fucking Sad throws it. a grenade and says, I'll be back. That's the yep. first thing she says is I'll be back. Yep. Apart from her opening narration. Um, I think even in T2, it's very hit and miss. Like Schwarzenegger says it like when he's leaving a car, he's like, I'll be back. And he just walks out and it's so quick. You barely notice it. That might be, but a, yeah, that might that, be why. So yeah. I'm saying they're there, but because it's such a bland sentence on the whole that people just miss it. Sure. Um, but come with me if you want to live is such a fucking like I almost want to call this episode like come with us if you want to live or <laughs> or something akin to that you know we, 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 because we'll... because if we wrote we're back people are gonna think that we're talking about the fucking animated dinosaur movie. sure sure there's, or a couple of things yeah there's a yeah I gotcha um... family it looks a little different for everyone for some it's mom and dad for others roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. We're gathered here today to join Mike and Jill in holy matrimony. So they may file jointly this tax season. And you are? April from Tax Act, the tax filing software with the expert guidance to help you file for less and get more. Works for me. So, Mike, do you take this woman to love, honor, and get her a maximum refund? I do. Jill? Ditto. I now pronounce you married, filing jointly. I always cry at filing status updates. Tax Act. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. See TaxAct.com for details. So, I guess we're moving on to Judgment Day? As far as I know, unless we're like, oh, shit, we should have talked about fucking sure, blah, blah, blah. Sure, 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 sure. set scene where you saw it? No, like, you know. Which, yeah, which uh, was pretty, yeah, yeah. You know, did you know that Lynn Hamilton and Cameron were married? 
yeah, I did. I did know that. I don't think I needed you to say that to remind me. But now that you say, yeah, I did. I did know that they were at one point. I don't think they are. They're not now, as far no, as I know. No, yeah. no, but they're but they're very good friends to the best of my knowledge. Despite, but yeah, Cameron also was married to Catherine Bigelow. I don't know who's like who she directed like Zero Dark Thirty and shit like that. Okay, like she's a okay. big director now. Um, it's it's nothing really to report apart from the fact that like Cameron is probably like the most aggressive Canadian ever. <laughs> like, yeah, I he know we've talked about so that. So fucking dictatorship in his films. Yeah. Like I've heard more than once that like marriages end because he's just kind of a dick. Wow. So all right, well, right, so T2. T Judgment Day, which infinitely better than one. Like, one is good, but infinitely yeah. better than one for right. multitudes of reasons, you know, from soundtrack to visual to Arnold the, all the way across the board. So um, Robert Patrick was Ru- fucking yeah. Which, perfectly cast. By the way, in the last episode, we kind of made some jokes about how he had four lines in the entire film. He has a few more than four. But he has a few. Yeah. I, I, I rem- if I remember, I try to make the argument like he talks more than just four lines. But I, I don't, he, I don't remember. Even if he did, we were kind of making the joke, and it wasn't a serious like you know he only has four lines. So I think right. we just moved on. But yeah, um, he does, he does talk a little more. And actually, again, so so for the audience, I've seen T two. More than any of them, multiple times. I've that's one of those movies that if I was flipping through channels and it was on and I had nothing better to do, I would probably stop. That's that's T mm-hmm. two for me. So I've seen it, um, sometimes part of the way through and sometimes all the way through multiple times. That's not uncommon. Sure. But when I when I what I will share for the audience is that had I, having seen almost all of these except for the first one up until this getting ready for this. I never actually owned any of them until now, but I bought all six for to do this because I did like two for sure. I mean, obviously, and despite our rankings, I like some of them better than the other ones better than you did. So I figured and I think I got the whole the whole series for like 30 or 40 dollars for the whole all six on Blu-ray. It might have even been twenty. Like it was a pretty good. That's great. Yeah, it was a good deal. Now I will say just for purchasing, but they they clearly took all the single edition discs and just put them in a thing that held six movies. Like it's not like a a special edition thing. Like it's clearly right. yeah. But that's what it is. I'm not. But what I got from it, and the point of all that that I didn't know is on Terminator Two, I got the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. And then I got the special edition and then the extended special edition. Mm-hmm. So I watched for this viewing the extended special edition, which has a whole bunch of different things mm-hmm. and actually is part of the reason why four got elevated for me um, because of the way they do that edition. Um, and we'll, well, I guess we'll talk about it when we get to four, but uh, it, it, it did. It, it showed some stuff. There's a there's a scene that when I texted you about it, you actually said it was an infamous scene. I don't know how infamous it actually is, but it was infamous in the sense that I had heard about it numerous times, but never actually seen it. And it was it, and just to throw it out there, it uh, was yeah. a dream. It was a dream sequence where <clears throat> Kyle Reese visits Sarah Connor in a in a dream. And and then that's the only other time they're together, right? Uh, 
of of those actors, I mean. Correct. And I remember some people criticizing the scene as absolutely unnecessary, and it was and and I, I after you told me about the special edition and the and the cut that you were watching, I I had bought T two you know, secondhand from like video room or something. Sure, sure. And I didn't realize it, but I, I also had a special edition. I don't know if it's the extended special edition. I'm actually curious if there were scenes in yours that were not included in mine, well, but I yeah. definitely saw a cut where I'm like, all oh, this is, I'm like telling someone like, this is new. This shit's new. That's a new line of dialogue. What the fuck is that? Right. Um, so you and I saw not the theatrical cut and but- I, but for the audience, we had both seen the theatrical cut, I would say, multiple times. times. So, like, I felt okay with not watching the theatrical cut right. for this discussion because I had seen it enough to to know that I wasn't... Sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there's, three, there's three main things that occurred in my version that I would ask you about to see okay. if you had... Now, the one we already confirmed, the, the dream sequence with, with Kyle. You had that, right. I had that. There's a sequence after he after the T one thousand kills the foster parents where he goes around John's bedroom. Okay, so the bedroom portion was not in my cut. I heard about it. That's in your super duper extended cut. Okay, where he goes around and touches the yep. walls and yep. yeah, that's not in mine. Uh, but I know the next scene that you're going to that was in my cut. What? Where he what's kills that? The dog. No. That's not what I was going to say. That's not even it. Really? No. There's an alternate ending. To the movie itself? To the movie itself. Yep. There's a, there's a flash the, forward. Oh, the, 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 um, where he's a senator? Yep. Yeah, that's not in mine. Yeah, there's a flash forward where he, he's a senator. I mean, it, it definitively ends the franchise. If you take that version as gospel, there's no way you have another movie. Right. It ends right then, right there. It's mm-hmm. over. It, it um, even omits dark fate, so it's even it's even yeah, Cameron. It, it 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 literally just ends the Terminator franchise. There's no right. possible way to keep going from that point. Well, forward. I don't know about that. If John Connor was a politician, it might fucking start a war. I, I, yeah, I guess, but I'm saying like the way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying though. Like it's a lot. It's a lot harder to take that one forward after that. So the version I yeah. saw had that now. There's other stuff that happens that are smaller things that I do want us to talk about, but those are the three Absolutely. like main changes that I saw. And there, and the other thing I would say is it was less voiceover. There's still some voiceover, but there's less voiceover in the version I had. Uh, the version I saw, it was only it was not a lot of voiceover. It was it was the opening, obviously. Yeah. No. And, Oh, we had oh, we had uh, an opening uh, voiceover with Sarah Connor, as far yeah. as I remember. No, I don't, um, I don't and then think so. her t- commenting about the relationship a couple times with Terminator and John Connor. The first, that's, the first, that's all we got. The first voiceover that, I, and the only voiceover I believe that there was, is when she's carving no fate into the picnic table. And watching him and do the, him and uh, John and the Terminator do the high five sequence. That's the only voiceover in mine in the entire sure. film. Whereas I think there's a like I remember in the theatrical cut, there's a scene when they're eating the sandwiches in the car in the station wagon before they get to Enrique's, and mm-hmm. there's a voiceover there, and then there's a voiceover at the end. 
Um, there was a voiceover at the end during the sen- during the the flash forward. I, I forgot about that. There was a voiceover okay. of her talking about how we've stopped all this and it's never going to happen, and he's a great right. senator and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Um, all right. So there's definitely some differences. Uh, yeah. There are some scenes that I felt worked better than the theatrical cut. Like I, I really uh, enjoyed the sequence where they took out Arnold's chip to yes. reboot him. Yeah. Okay. So I meant, I forgot about that, but that was in mind. Okay. So you had that one. I thought that was really, that. that I thought was really kind of interesting. You know what yeah. I mean? And then watching John stop her from killing, cause she could have killed him right then and there by destroying that right. chip. And it would have been over. Well, not right. the whole thing, but that he would have been over. Like they still would have had right. to deal with Robert Patrick in T1000. would have, Fucked them over ultimately. Probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I, 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 I can understand why they kept it out, based on okay, we get it. Sarah Connor doesn't trust this Terminator. We get it. Yeah. But I think it was beneficial for John Connor to stand up to his mother. Yeah. I mean, you could you could do that later with when she tries to kill Miles Dyson. But it, it really hits home, which also they did a lot of shit with Miles Dyson. Yeah, in the extended that's true. Cut. That's true. I forgot. But yeah, all yeah. of a sudden there's another kid. Where the fuck did she come from? She could have been in bed in the theatrical cut. I mean, because remember, they're, they're trying to get the boy to bed. Remember, the mom's saying it's time to go mm-hmm. to bed. So the girl could have been in bed already. Do you know what I mean? I know. But like, but that it was never a mention of the daughter, yeah. Of the daughter, the theatrical cut, and then you just see her prominently. Also, they really showed how lavish Miles's house is. Like, yeah. gratuitous shots of the fucking pool. I thought oh, we were watching home, Crips. Homeboy's balling. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, yeah. I was like, fuck. I gotta get get her a fucking computer. Shit. I gotta get a job with Cyberdyne. That's what I gotta I, do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh. There, like I said, there's some scenes that worked. I did not like the. Thankfully, it didn't show anything graphically, but I didn't like the fact that the T1000 killed the dog. I understand why he killed the dog. Agreed, but I, I'm 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 with you 100. percent There was no, and I'm kind of glad that part was taken out of the theatrical cut. There was not a need for it. It just yeah. But I'll tell you something that's funny, and you're gonna roll your eyes. When I was a kid, I didn't get it because like. When Arnold, you know, he's like, hey, what's the dog's name? I fucking was so young when I first saw it. I didn't understand because he said the dog's name was Max. He's like, what's wrong with Wolfie? And I'm like, how the fuck did Arnold not hear him? He said Max. (laughs) And now, obviously, it was him trying to fucking, like, catch the the T-1000. Yeah, Um, yeah, I was a dumb kid. (laughs) Well, Um, that's all right. Um, I acknowledge I, it. I acknowledge I, it. I actually want to talk about the dream sequence for a minute because the dream sequence actually helped me. Like you were saying, some of these other sequences weren't necessary. Like it's okay that they get rid of them. Um, mm. Like the one with John and his mom and the chip. The one thing I liked about that scene, but I agree with you, it wasn't necessary. But one thing that I did like about having that scene is at one point, John flat out says to her, he goes, if I'm supposed to be some great military leader and I can't get you to listen to my orders, how am I going to get anyone else to follow me? Like, that was... I, I, think, I think it hit fucking home. And for fuck's sake, not for nothing, the fact that it came from Edward Furlong, 
Good job, Edward right? Furlong. Yeah, like, for real. We, we don't really regard Edward Furlong as this great fucking actor, but goddamn, damn, dude. Yeah, like, pulled that line out. Pulled that line out nicely. Um, but the, the dream sequence, I always had a... And it wasn't... It never destroyed the film for me. But, like, mm-hmm. when when the Doctor's making his rounds and talks up... And, and, and he get, they get to Sarah's cell, for lack of a better mm-hmm. phrase. Room, room yeah. cell, whatever. And says to and he says to them and she says how's the knee and he goes oh yeah she stabbed me in with a pen like a week mm-hmm. ago or whatever, and then later that same day she's perfectly compliant and like oh I I'm sorry you know like really just kind of chill like there's no real explanation in the theatrical cut about why she goes from like. Almost how's like the knee to right, like to, oh from, yeah I'm calm yeah right so. Whereas well, you when, could argue she's trying to fucking play nice to get out. No, and you can still make that argument. But what the dream sequence does is it it shows you that like Kyle's saying to her, even if it's a hallucination, you need to get the fuck out of here and go go get John because he's about to fucking die. Like he doesn't say it in those words, but that's basically the vibe that Kyle gives off in that dream sequence. Correct. You know? Which could I, almost me... God, sorry. My whole thing is that if they had if they released that scene theatrically, I don't think it would have really changed my opinion one iota. I think it's a fine scene. I just don't know if I if you hate that scene or if you love that scene, you're welcome to your opinion is my opinion. I think I think it I, I don't even think I love or hate it, but I think it helps enhance that transition. You're right. It's not necessary. I don't disagree with you, but I think having it in there watching it with that sequence sure. actually helps understand more why she starts acting the way she does later in the interview process to get out of the maximum section. I will add, and these are two deleted scenes. I will add that the sequence with her and Michael Bain is fine, but her running out of the hospital to that park that blows up that we see later in another yeah. dream sequence. Yeah. That was unnecessary. That, I felt agreed. like it, it I yeah. felt like they already hit home with the later scene. We don't need to get a hint. Yeah, it, we we can get we can understand that she's played with reoccurring nightmares. Um, I will say this: the scene where Doug, the orderly, brutalizes her, where he beats her with a fucking stick yeah. and they're administering yeah. the drugs, which induces the dream sequence. That was a hard watch, it and is. from what I read, the actor kept fucking up and hitting her like, like he kept missing the mark mm. and she got her revenge that whole sequence where she fucks him up with the mop handle those are all real hits nice nice yeah. that being said he's just an actor but he his character is fucking super despicable he's fucking i mean oh god you, you you've heard me say numerous times i get really fucking ooh when i see women getting brutalized you know it's funny because i thought about that when i was watching mm-hmm. three yeah three yeah okay because it's a female terminator that gets fucked up a bunch of times and i was wondering <sighs> how that sat with you because in reality it's a robot and not a woman, but it's a woman that, robot. And so, like, I wasn't yeah, sure, it, you know. 
I wasn't I gave sure that how to pass. It's it's not a fucking it's it doesn't really count in my book, especially since she's the antagonist. But you understand at least why I I, I, I yeah. totally understand. I, I understand and I and I, I can appreciate you appreciating my stance. <laughs> but no, it, it didn't bother what bothered me was sort of the the misogynistic shit that I heard Schwarzenegger do to her, uh, Christiana Loken. Because he was, he came off very misogynistic. Oh, it during, on set and stuff. Oh yeah, uh, and he he like the part where he shoves her head in a toilet. He said, "Why do we have a piece of shit just laying right there?" Anyway, um, yeah. But... So there was an inclusion of the T one thousand in. I'm assuming both extended cuts, where he's glitching out. And... Yes, which will. I, I do want to get to, but I, I want to get to my problem with him first because I had a problem with him in the beginning. Now, uh, my problem is not with Robert Patrick, and, and it, it's not him at all. Okay. I really hope you're going to say what I want you to say. I'm, I'm curious. The, T, the T-1000 as a whole absorbs whoever he kills, including their clothing, and yet he has to take the clothes off the cop when he first gets there, and he keeps his form... In that dude's clothes. Like, and then can switch back to that at any time after absorbing somebody else. There is a fundamental glitch in the matrix, if you will, on how that operation works here. Like, well, let me, let me fuel off of that. I, t- I said to Steph, I've never liked the fact that he automatically looks like Robert Patrick because it's not like the earlier cop that he kills when he first comes to. LA right is played by Robert Patrick. He should have just been his silver form. Like Silver his, Surfer-ish his, without yeah, the board. His, yeah. Yeah. His blank slate. He should have just been that. Robert Patrick should have played the cop. And then that the whole thing would have made sense. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. If that's how they laid it out, it would have worked. They didn't. Right. But here's the only the only argument I have against that, and I'm not even trying to argue against it because I still think what you lay out is the way it should have happened. Correct. But if he came in that form, I don't think he technically can come through the time thing because only organic material can come through. I don't even know how he does it in the first place because technically I don't think he's ever organic. So I don't know how the hell he gets through it in the first place. But I don't to to go to a fucking scene in like Genesis. They're like we you have to, they tell Kyle and fucking Sarah. They tell Kyle no no well, specifically they tell Kyle like you can't have any metal because remember it would be like a you know imagine like having foil in a in a fucking microwave, microwave yeah. you know but times a billion uh, correct me if i'm wrong but aren't the fucking terminators made of metal right but the the way that and because that gets explained somewhere i forget where but it doesn't get explained somewhere in the franchise and the reason that one worked is apparently the organic skin that arnold has that covers that entire endoskeleton prevents mm-hmm. that from occurring but I agree with you. It it counterworks with the T one thousand, who's never organic at any point. So I still don't understand how the T one thousand. I get how Arnold gets back because that that skin kind of works as like an insulator to avoid that from happening. But would that mean that if Kyle Reese, just as an example, had a, a metal hip, he would have been fine. He would have been fine. Right. Okay. Um, I think the overall like explanation is just science, you know. Just no, I, movie I get science. yes, and and I'm always the one preaching suspension of disbelief. I know that, of, so like I'm for, not. Yeah. But but the problem, especially with any sci-fi film, 
is that, mm-hmm. and especially in this one, I feel like this friend, not not this movie, but this franchise, is they mm-hmm. seem to lean heavily on the side more than they maybe intend to, because they they're do. Really, yeah, they're really trying to lay it on thick. They because they really do overly explain some of the size. So, like, if your explanation is it has to be organic, then how the hell do you send back a liquid metal fucking Terminator? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, but that's not. A, a Robert Patrick problem. <laughs> That's a James Cameron problem. Right. You know, uh, visually it works, and it and and story absolutely. wise, it makes a compelling villain. Absolutely. But and, and, science and, fiction, sci-fi, science wise, you're kind of like like I'm just imagining Bill Nye is just watching this, like, are oh, you fuck Jesus Christ, guys? No, I was thinking more uh, Neil deGrasse, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, Tyson, Tyson or something. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Um. But yeah, look, and and you guys know as listeners, this is what we do. We we look at these movies and we're, we we analyze them. Mm-hmm. I I I think I speak for you saying that despite the fact that we're pointing all this stuff out, neither of us are saying okay, well that suddenly destroys the movie. Like no, this is uh, still Genesis destroys the movie as far as I'm concerned. Genesis, I. Genesis, I actually have an explanation for, but we'll, I guess we'll get there because I have a way to explain that. That I think works. I I don't have a real problem with the. I mean that's not true. I I have a problem more of the of the casting and plot itself. But that's a whole other thing. We'll get there. The T2, casting very quickly on a high level. The casting I can maybe go with you on the plot. I still have an answer for. But anyway, go ahead. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Um, um but okay, so you talked about the T one thousand glitching because I think that was really kind of important, honestly. It was implied in the theatrical cut. There's was one it? portion. Yeah, there's the part where he, after he takes down Arnold and, and like fucks him up, rips off his arm and shit, he turns sure. and looks and like it has that glitch where it rises up to his eyes. Right, which is still That's in the That's the only extended... time in the theatrical cut. Right, okay. Uh, to the best of my knowledge. But him like grabbing on like you know he's been torn apart he's been you know frozen he's been you know he's been defrosted it didn't really start happening until he does get frozen by the liquid nitrogen and then explodes and then brought back together because it all you know and i always kind of had a small problem with that i don't know whose fault it was like i never knew where to put the blame is what i mean but like if if they were not anywhere near that smelting place, like the ironworks place. Yeah. It ends right there. Because he's not defrosting. Liquid nitrogen doesn't defrost like that. I mean, it, true, but like, I mean, yeah, but that's how every movie is. Like, this would have ended if they just didn't go to this location. It's like, well, yeah. But that's not I, I, how it is. Yeah, I know. I just that it, it, I, that it, was one thing I kind of always. I even going back to the theatrical releases from years. I've been like, really, you know. I mean, and I. But it gives you the. It, I mean, it, it gives you the fake out. It gives like, especially it when it's delivered with the iconic like "Hasta la vista, baby," and then sure. like you think, "Oh fuck yeah, this movie's over." And then, oh no, right? It's, no, it's I, I, I mean, I melting. get it, and again, it doesn't destroy the film. It's just like one of those things that was like, ah, all right. You know, but, I liked it. I I thought it, it it added an element of tension. Um, but yeah. So for for those that obviously probably haven't seen the extended cut, so when he starts glitching out, like he starts absorbing 
the stuff stuff he touches that's not organic or human. Like he like he touches a pole that's striped black and yellow, and his hand turns black and yellow. And then, like, mm-hmm. the, he starts absorbing on his feet, like, the st- surfaces he's stepping on. Like, at one point, his leg becomes diamond plate because he's stepping on a mm-hmm. diamond plate floor. Um, Which and, is how he's able to tell who is the real Sarah and who is the fake Sarah. Because you don't get that in the theatrical cut. In the theatrical right. cut, he just takes it on face value that it when the second one shows up, that that's really his mom. Right. And he ducks. He, like, he just trusted that's the real one. Like... I actually like that he has that tell, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. That like he was mm-hmm. able to say, "Okay, I know that you're not my mom because your feet look like fucking grating. It's supposed to look <laughs> feet. You know what I mean? Your so, feet look great, mom. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, there, there's. Do you know how they achieved the the doubles? Oh, the the cops in back at the. What are you talking not, about? Well, not not just that, but also Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton is an identical twin sister. Okay, that I did not know. The cops I know are twins. Um, yeah, the Haya twins from Good Morning Vietnam. Correct. Haya. Which Haya. actually, I saw, I saw Terminator before I ever saw Good Morning Vietnam. So for me, it was the other way around. But sure, exactly. I was like, oh my god, it's the fucking dudes from Terminator. And I'm like <laughs> those. Po- I was making a joke about that with stuff because you know we're bullshitting, and I'm like, yeah. can you imagine these brothers like went home for dinner? Like to visit their family and like, hey, we got a great, we got acting gigs, mom. And like, oh, that's great. What do you do? I play a security guard in a new James Cameron film. Remember that movie Terminator? Oh, it's okay. And you're in T2. Okay, cool. What do you do? I play his identical twin, but I stab him in the face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and also, that's even more fucked up because that actor gets to see what it would look like for himself to get stabbed in the fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. He just he's just like, oh, that would be horrible. Holy yeah. shit. Right. Like they fuck my brothers are twins, but they're not identical because I've always been grateful for that. Because then like if something happens to one of them, they're like, oh shit, that's what it would look like if, if it happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but no, Linda Hamilton has an identical twin named Leslie Hamilton, which is why they she in the dream sequence, Leslie played the waitress Sarah Connor with young John. I don't remember that part, honestly, from the dream. Well, I'm not saying it's the, not there. Before the explosion where, you know, Sarah's up against the fence, literally. Oh, 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 oh when they're in the park, you mean? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I thought you, I don't think I heard you. I said in the park, the dream sequence in the park. I, I, it must have cut out or something. I didn't hear that. But okay. anyway, that's, yeah. So, yeah, that's, and then they used her later. But you can kind of tell the difference. Here's, here's what John Connor should have just done. Okay, the one who's less buff is clearly not my mother. <laughs> because Leslie Hamilton, not for nothing, didn't only trained for like a couple weeks, whereas fucking Linda Hamilton trained for like six months. Right, right. No, she was cut in that fucking movie. Like, I've actually, correct me if I'm wrong, or, or not if I'm wrong, but if you, you maybe not heard the same thing, but I've actually heard that. Um, uh, with with the Thor Love and Thunder coming out, like a lot of people have compared Natalie Portman to what Linda Hamilton did for this film in terms I of hope like so. the level of like degree commitment of, and body com- workout, yeah, body workout, yeah. So. Listen, if you're able to impress Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's high praise. I actually thought she was more attractive in this one than she was in the first one. I agree. I I actually do agree. 
Not, I um, mean, not that that makes that the, the point is not about her level of attractiveness, but if we're going to be talking about it, then yeah, sure. Uh, you know, but I think it's also she's just as attractive because, you know, not for nothing, she's kind of a wet noodle in the first film because she's supposed to be right, right, right which right. is another one of my criticisms in fucking Genesis, but we'll get there. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, okay, one thing I have a problem. Just it's just a line of dialogue. Sure. And it's in the theatrical cut. It's in the extended cut. I do not fucking believe 100% that the Terminator, after lowering the T-1000, would say, I need a vacation. It just doesn't fucking go well for me. I, I think it works with the learning concept. So, like, I'm okay with it, you know? If I would agree with that if the Terminator was gr- – if this was a – like another couple weeks because never once does he really, I mean, he's learning. I agree with that, but it, it like the Terminator we get in dark fate. Yes, absolutely. Would make that joke as he puts it very soon. Like I am extremely funny. Okay. And he says in such a deadpan fucking yeah, way, like right. I'm very funny. People right. like me, but I don't think in that scenario. And I looked it up. I double checked and I was, Hoping it was just an ad lib, it was not an ad lib. It was 100 in the script, but it seems like an ad lib. But it's it's legit. I, it's just one of those lines where I'm like, I don't get it. I don't I don't like that. In the same like, it's fine if people like that fucking line, but personally, I I don't like it. It doesn't go with the timeline of how the Terminator would be growing and learning. Yeah, you know, you know, him smirking works. Right. You know, with him and John or him giving him the thumbs up that works. Um, but him having a fucking witty ass, like I need the vacation just doesn't flow for me personally. Fair enough. Um, did you know that Robert Patrick got so fine tuned with running and sprinting and breathing? Like he had to like take like yoga classes and Zen classes and high endurance training to look like it was effortless sprinting without breathing heavily that he actually caught up to John Connor when he's on the motor, but when he's on the dirt bike, oh, shit. they had, to, they had to film it so many times and he had to keep slowing himself down because he just kept catching up to the bike. That's that is kind of funny. Um, is it just me or like, did Robert Patrick basically base his whole fucking performance on a fucking bird of prey like a fucking eagle right um okay that look where he like he he, he kind of does the kubrick eagle glare like he i i have got to give patrick more praise than i think we initially did um he fucking there are parts like when he talks to the foster parents where he looks normal and nice mm-hmm. he's like right, do you have a picture of john like he's a good looking boy and his eyes are not bulging and evil looking he they look soft and gentle and then he just once he's staring and chasing after everybody he fucking looks like a fucking velociraptor in a roundabout way like it's so (laughs) i have got to give him the as much praise as i can you know he he was an iconic fucking villain um oh for sure that's why he gets into other i mean i know the like the last action heroes are an arnold film but that's why he ends up in Things like that. What's why he ends up in Wayne's world. That's why that, right. that goof about the cop pulling him over is, you know. 
well, they want him to come back for Genesis. I think he said no. Okay, so I was going to, when we got there, I was going to ask that because honestly, that was one of the problems I had. One of the, I know you've got more problems with it than I do, but that was one of the problems that I had with it was that now if it, if, if it was him turning it down, then I can't blame the filmmakers for it. You know what I mean? But he turned it down for mainly, he didn't want to fucking get back run. into that. Yeah, I mean, I get it. He he has a bad hit, but also he, he said, no, dude, my, my performance in T2 is fucking like iconic like yeah i did it in wayne's world and yeah i did in last action hero but that was like favors and spoofs and shit did you but see i'm not god sorry no i was gonna say did He's you like, see who was supposed to play before him uh billy idol yeah there was uh, there was also supposed to be another actor but he was deemed too tall i can't remember who it was um but yeah, yeah billy idol was set and then billy idol broke his fucking leg in a motorcycle accident which you see in The Doors, the movie The Doors. Yeah. Billy Idol has a cameo and he's just laying there or sitting there with his leg all fucked up. There's another movie he's in the same thing. I forget. It's not The Doors. There's another movie where he's in a full leg cast from that real axe. I can't think of what it is. So. Well, for, I mean, he was pretty fucking. Bill, first off, I would not really label Billy Idol as a fucking actor. But for him to like be like, I'm going to be on all his movies, but I'm going to do it fucking crippled. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Billy Idol. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other scenes. Oh, okay. This is always kind of bugged me. When John is running from the T-1000 and he gets caught in that hallway between Arnold and the T-1000. Yeah. The T-1000 starts rapid firing and then Arnold grabs John and turns him back so he's getting shot in the back, right? Sure. Those gunshots are the the sound is of a silencer, but he's not using a silencer. If you rewatch it, it's peep 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 peep. I'd have to watch it again. Yeah, it's such a and I'm like, it all we always kind of glossed over it because, oh my god, this scene is crazy. But like, and then you're like, he's not using a silencer, but it's totally a silencer sound. Uh, it's just kind of been a weird choice in my opinion. Um. That being said, I think we're we're definitely in agreement. T two is definitely our favorite. It's it's kind of unanimous. Like, it's the best. I think if some people say, "Oh no, T one is the best because it's the first, I I can understand their opinion and sure, I could we could disagree, but we're like, yeah, but you know, whatever. Well, not to, um, not to mention though, like even in film study classes, you know, like classes like T two is considered to be one of the few, yeah, uh, sequels that are. It, that are infinitely better surpasses. that surpasses like that one Godfather two I'm get Empire. I'm guessing Empire Empire yeah but I was also gonna guess maybe the Dark Knight's probably in that same grouping sure. at this point like those those four films if at some point you ever and and I say if I if ever meaning I might have to make you if you ever watch the Scream movies <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to make me. Yeah. I, okay. Well, then I'll make you. Uh, there's there's a whole scene in Scream Two with their where they are. There's a film class where they are talking about the concept of sequels because they're they're it's it's Scream being self referential like we're a sequel, but we're also talking about how sequels are inferior. And <laughs> you'll love this cast. It's Sarah Michelle Gellar. They're all students. They're in a film class. It's Sarah Michelle Gellar. It's Joshua Jackson. It's um, Jamie Kennedy. Jimmy Candy's the movie geek who's in most of them. And they're talking about 
some see oh and timothy olafantastic is in it as well i love that guy um, and and uh jamie candy's character said what sequels suck and they're like and and the argument is there are some sequels that are better t2 is like the first one they mentioned and then aliens and then sarah michelle Gellar was like you got a hard on for cameron like this is like great it's a great scene to discuss what they're making fun of essentially um and then there was and then and then ultimately they said oh obviously like i think it was timothy oliphant he said okay i've got it the like this is the end of this conversation the godfather part two and everyone just kind of was like yeah damn it <laughs> <laughs> um, um and that conversation goes later throughout the film where like sure. he and randy cross paths and he says, aha, Empire Strikes Back. And he's just like, not a sequel. It's a continuation of an already planned trilogy. And like, but that's, that is what a fucking sequel. All right. I don't buy that argument, fucking Jamie Candy, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a more iconic introduction out of all these films than Arnold going into the biker bar. And yeah. Like, yeah. That whole sequence is really well done. I agree with it's, you. It's even fuck who prefers what movie over what. The opening scene of T two is infinitely better than T one. I mean, you still have Bill Paxton in T one. Did you notice young ass Bill oh, Paxton? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was surprising as shit. When I was like, oh my god, it's fuck. Oh my god, it's Chet. <laughs> it's fucking Chet. It's fucking, yeah. and you'll see him again in Aliens. Right, you know? I knew that. Yeah, he's in that too. Yeah, so. He he has that iconic game over, man. Game over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, the the fucking bad to the bone where he's walking down the steps and he's oh, it's such a great fucking scene. I gotta be honest with you. Again, I know you've got your problems with Genesis, and we'll get there. But I when they when they because they recreate a lot of one for mm. part of Genesis and which is honestly my favorite portion of the film. To be I, honest, I I had wished they had just transpose that in though because they got Arnold to look like Arnold so I wish they had just put that scene in as opposed to like recasting it and I guess they kind of had to but I, I wish it was a way to like keep Paxton because it was way better I, done with that group of three than the, the new cast that they had to use I don't know if Paxton had died yet I want to say he was no, alive I'm not, still I'm not even saying bring pa well I mean if that was a way to do it I guess but I'm saying like just take the scene like literally take the scene and just drop it in yeah. like you know um we should move on to three though because we have four more films and it's an hour and a half already. okay all right, all right. So, so three uh um, what'd you think of three I all right so here I don't hate three as much as I remembered Hating three, like I had seen three before, and was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." I <laughs> I don't feel that way about it now. Um, the the math thing, the thirteen to ten thing, I'm, I'm with you. That I'm with you. that really fucks with me a little bit. You know, sure, I'm with you. Um, I don't even have a problem with the day of Judgment Day changing, the date of Judgment Day changing. Like I okay. I can see a world in which the events of two postpone judgment they think it stops judgment day but ultimately instead of stopping it it just postpones it for a little while i can see a, a world in where that is still where that's a possibility like that sure. that i don't hate right you know um 
as much as I like salvation, the fact that they, again, changed the date of Judgment Day annoys mm-hmm. the fuck out of me. Like, that's my mm-hmm. biggest problem with salvation. I know there's, I know there may be some other, but that's probably my biggest problem with that film is them, again, adjusting the date of Judgment Day. But right. I at least get it from two to three because, again, the argument could be made that what when, when they go with Dyson and blow up Cyberdyne, mm-hmm. that... Yes, they thought they solved everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, you have to dismiss the extended cut where you see. Of course, you, know, you have to go off the theatrical cut. But right, if you're going off that version, you can you can dis you can. I'm okay with that change. Like I'm actually mm-hmm. all right with that change. I even thought the guy they they cast as John wasn't terrible. Like it's you know Nick Stahl. I I have to give credit. I think Nick Stahl. In terms of the progression of where John was going, it works. It may, it, it worked. Like, I've made this distinction to Steph. I'm like, there are whatever your preferences of how to watch the films, you could do it in multiple ways. There's sure. alternate timelines. You could just watch T1, T2, and then have that ending where he's a fucking senator. Fine. You could also do T1, T2, T, uh, T3, and then Salvation. Those. Do in a, in a, in a roundabout way feel like a a set film series, okay? Right, and then you could do T one, T two, Dark Fate, and then Dark Fate, yeah, omitting three and four, um, and five, and then <laughs> and well, and then Genesis, I think honestly is kind of its own standalone Genesis is, this is what I was going to say, and if you want to save the deeper discussion about this Mm -hmm. for when we get to five, that when we get there, that's fine. Mm -hmm. This is how I view Genesis. Genesis, in a nutshell, is a what if. It's it's in line with the Marvel what ifs. It's what Mm -hmm. if they figure out that that's not going to work, and they go back and try to kill Linda or uh, Sarah Connor sure. as yeah. a as a younger child, and and that and the move and it picks up from there. That that it's a what if. You're right. It's its own standalone. You can't. It's put that- T one in the Genesis. It, it, it omits Judgment Day. Yeah, well, yeah, because in in that in that what if scenario, Judgment Day isn't right. a thing, and and right. that's fine as long as you can treat it as if it's a what if scenario. So yes, if if you're gonna say that it's part of the continuity, then mm. I'm a hundred percent with you, buddy. I really am, but I'm not gonna say it's part of the continuity. I'm gonna say it's its own, like almost a spinoff of the but franchise. That, but that's my point: is that all these are kind of what ifs. You know, they're well, all I ones. mean, to a to a degree, you're right. But I'm saying Genesis is is, is like a real it, like just yeah. What if like you can you can remove Genesis? And oh please, s- I would be happy. No, see, because I don't I don't think it's that I don't think it's that bad. If you look at it from a what if scenario, it's not that bad. It, okay, it, it's it, to me, it looks like it's it's fan fiction come to life. But that's so fine. But my problem is is the is constant is directors, producers, writers, actors all coming together and not going with what is established. Okay, that's what drives me nuts. I I and I I, I get that as a whole, but when you have the guy that established thing basically throw a middle fucking finger up to the best film in the franchise, you lose me. You know what I mean? Like that's why Dark Fate is at the 
bottom of my list, and it's solely for that reason. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna be the guy that created this thing, and you're gonna go fuck you to the entire audience all the way through, you can suck I, my dick. Like, <laughs> okay, well, I don't want to, um, but I <laughs> come with me. Um, but I, no. I, Steph and I. Because I had your feeling, and we'll fucking get there when we get fucking there. Let's go back to Rise of the Machines. Okay. But yeah. I, um, I, because I was 12 when Rise of the Machines came out, I liked it. And I felt like, yeah, it's an inferior sequel to Judgment Day, but so are all these fucking movies. Oh, yeah, yeah you're, when, you, when you have something that's, again, in film class as like one of the penultimate sequels, anything right. you make after that is not going to live up. It's just not. Yeah. So, yeah. It's the Godfather Part 3. I mean, like, okay, there's I don't, still some I don't even shit. think it's that bad. I think it's better. Like, if we're putting side by side, I think this is better than The Godfather 3 is to its I, franchise. I think, the God, I think we acknowledge The Godfather 3 wasn't wasn't like a piece of shit. It's definitely the most flawed. But I'm but, no, I agree. But I'm saying if we're saying how does Rise of the Machines fit into its franchise up through three films compared to how Godfather Three fits up to its franchise through three right. films, Rise of the Machines works better as a third film, in my opinion, than the Godfather does. Okay, well, that's that all means, I was saying. Okay, like, yeah. Um, I yeah I I think I, the weird thing is I saw it with Dad, like we, it was one of the few Terminator? movies like that Terminator Three. Okay, okay. Where we saw it in theaters together, and which was it's just not a movie that like my dad would have been. I, it was just I guess one of those things like let's go see Terminator Three. I'm like what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> and I think because it was really funny as shit because Arnold was just being elected governor around the same time. So when we saw it, we were kind of like, this is fucking weird. Like, this is just weird. Right. He's now our governor. Actually, and we're... it may not have been this one, but I think he actually shot a film as governor. Yeah, I don't think he was allowed to. I think he was. No, but I think he got, if I recall, he got special discompensation because he like signed the contract before getting elected that they uh, let him like fulfill that right and then, and then yes after that he didn't shoot anything outside of right. like commercials for the state or something but like Correct. he didn't shoot any films until after but I, I i recall there was a film that he got like permission because he had already agreed to doing the film before being elected um, I'm trying to find right. that out. I think there for was you. something like 2005 or something where he had a small cameo or or something. Um, every time you said recall, I keep thinking like I total recall. I just every time you say it in the context of Schwarzenegger, sure, 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 sure. I only use that term recall for like politicians, which Schwarzenegger should have been refucking called. I'm just saying, or the movie Actually, Total I, Recall. I heard he was not terrible as a was, governor. But... There was no, there, honestly, there was no reason to recall Gray Davis. Honestly. Well, that like, that that might be a different conversation, but I'm saying there, that the yeah. job he did as governor was not terrible. But anyway, uh, just to yeah, just to touch on that, he was elected to that on October seventh, two thousand three. So mm -hmm. my guess is the film already. Well, when was the release date of T three? Uh, Christ, um, hold on. 
Uh, it's definitely 2003. It is 2003. I'm trying to get a date. I'm working mm-hmm. on that part right now. Um, determine the rise of the, th- the rise of the machines. July 3rd, 2003. Oh, so like I said, like a like a couple June, months. No, I'm sorry, that. June June. Th- yeah, no, yeah, July 2nd. In there was a premiere on the 30th of June, but but nationwide was June second, July 2nd. So July. Maybe that's 2nd. why my dad took me. Maybe it was like a like a late birthday present or something. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. Um, um, and the election wasn't until later later that year, so he wow. would have been elected after Rise so of the Machines. So it coincides with my memory. I'm just making sure, like, like we're watching this, and then all of a sudden he's governor. It was it was really a weird timing. Sure. And sure. I I was the Terminator for Halloween, I think, that year. Right. The following year. We, Dad and his girlfriend and her daughter and I went to visit her family in, like, Washington, like, the state of Washington. And I was, like, obsessed with the Terminator franchise at that point because of of the new film. I had a whole appreciation. I had Terminator action figures from Rise of the Machine. I had, like, a Christina Loken and Arnold Schwarzenegger was all beat the shit. Uh, I had... I had T2 action figures. I had, I was really kind of like a big, big, big fan from like 12 to 13. And I, I have a photo somewhere of me in Arnold Schwarzenegger mask where half the side is metal uh, skeleton and the other sure. side is Arnold. And I went full on fucking like method with this, with this thing. I had a fucking leather jacket. I had like a beat up just black shirt. I had black pants. I had black boots. I put sunglasses over the mask's head. <laughs> um, and I had a BB gun rifle that was one of those cock ones. You didn't learn and, after that, that incident with Michael? I mean, well, no, it must have been right before. It hadn't happened. I, I am totally fucking with you regardless. Like I know, but I'm, I didn't even think of that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this was right before that, ironically okay. enough. Ironically uh, enough. But um, the, the BB gun was broken. That's the thing is that it couldn't shoot anything. Like the the loading mechanism was all fucked up. But I could cock it and and fire and dry fire. A little error, right? And but I scared the fuck out of parrots because I would be like at the door holding what looked like a real rifle. <laughs> and 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 more than I, I, it got to the point where like they had to like go to a like a Toys R Us because I was having a conniption. They're like, Rico, you got to put your fucking gun in the trunk of the car. People are going to call the cops. And I'm like, it's what the fuck? And dad was on my side. He's like, this is bullshit. All you guys, all you fucking Washington liberals are caught. Con- you need to calm the fuck down. Which was funny because we're from the Bay Area. We're all liberals. So sure, it's like, sure. But he was like, it's not a real gun. And then, you know, they're all like, yeah, but they don't know that. Like, what the fuck, Ron? Ron Rico, come on. So, like, wh- I was having a conniption because I wanted my costume to be legit. So they had to, like, go to a Toys R Us. And they got me, like, this stupid fucking, like, Nerf gun to, like, coincide. With. It was just, it just, it literally looked like. Like if like a Jedi was like all decked out, he had like a fucking plastic fucking inner right, tube, right? To right. be a lighter. Like, look at me, me. So, um, um, but yeah, Rise of the Machines. I I had a I remember reading the fucking novelization on the trip. That was the book that I the that we're like, you need a book to read on the trip. We're not going to stop every five minutes. You're not going to look at your electronics, which we didn't really have electronics back sure, then. Sure. 
So I had to, you know, they're like, get a book. So I was reading the fucking T3 book. So I have a lot of appreciation for T3. As a film goer, I acknowledge it's it's inferior, but I felt like with the tone of the story and the tone of the characters and the casting, I thought it was fine. I yeah, I have to agree with you. Even not having read the book, I have to agree with you. And 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 you know, but I'm just saying, like you know, I don't right. think that 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 you know, while it might have enhanced it for you, I don't think it's necessary because I can agree with it you. It was essentially just reading the script in a small print. Is sure. really what it was. Um, which by the way, not not to change subjects, but just for a brief moment, I I definitely do not see anything. That says um, he filmed anything well, so I might have been, I might have just misheard or misunderstood something that was occurring. But there's nothing that indicates he actually shot something once in mm-hmm. office. Like so, um, yeah. I uh, know the 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 first film I think he officially did at, after getting out of office was something called The Last Stand. I don't want to say that was like 2007 or something. That's uh, that's my memory. Let's see. I'm gonna... he, plays like a, he plays a sheriff and like uh, some escaped convict has like a car that can go 200 miles an hour or some shit. And like, well, let's see. He gets out of office in January of 11. So let's okay. let me look up his filmography here and I can tell you. I can't believe it a two term. It's so bizarre. Um, well, more like a term and a half because it was a recall election, but sure. He's a Terminator and a half. Yeah. He's a two Terminator. He's actually considered, according to this, he's considered one of the, one of the 11 worst ethically, uh, one of the worst 11, the, the worst ethics in, of, any, of any governor in the United States. Um, yeah, he, I'm telling you, he was. 2011. You know, so yeah, he took. See, that's the thing. He had stuff that came out after he was in, uh, or after he was in office, but maybe he shot it before. I don't think, uh, maybe, maybe. Because his first thing coming out of office is The Expendables 2. Oh. But he wasn't in the first Expendables? He was, but he's uncredited, according to this. That may have been what he was filming. But he also was in The Kid and I as Arnold and also Around the World in 80 Days. Oh, I remember him in that. So I don't know when he shot those things. So maybe he did shoot them. Because it looks like, if I'm reading this right, it looks like they're both kind of like small. It's not like a starring role. It's like, a hey, Arnold showed up for a minute. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. I think his his first big thing was The Last Stand. The Expendables, too, according to this. All right. All right. I mean, just in in order of filmography. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and argue. Okay. So the the first thing that he starred in heavily, like he was the main star. Let me, I'll rephrase it to that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I really don't have a whole lot to say about T3. I liked Christiana Loke. Is it Christ Anna? I always fuck up her name because she's got such a fucking, she's Norwegian as fuck. Yeah, it's, I would, that's how I would say it. I would say Christana. Christana, Christana, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, and I saw her again recently. She was young as fuck and she's all of a sudden on Boy Meets World. I'm like, oh my God, it's the TX. Holy shit. Oh, is she really? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I love not not to get off on a separate thing because we got a lot more to talk about, but I love doing that in general, like watching stuff and being like, like I was just watching, um, I've been rewatching a show called Cold Case. I think I told you mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence shows up 
in an episode. Really? Yeah, like a like a twelve or thirteen year old Jennifer Lawrence, you know, maybe fourteen, somewhere in there. I was watching an episode of Roseanne years ago, and all of a sudden, Tobey Maguire is yeah, just like I've seen, sitting yeah, at a I, fucking table. Yeah, I've seen stuff like that. I don't, I don't know that I saw that one, but I've seen, or I probably have, but didn't realize it. But yeah, I, 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 I like stuff. I took like a that. photo of it, and I was I like, oh my god. I believe I'll, you. I'll have to find the photo. I, I love I love watching finding stuff like like little you know, right before um, they were famous type of shit. Yeah, I actually was watching um, again Cold Case, and I saw the name. I didn't see the person yet, but I was reading the names as they come with like guest starring names, mm-hmm. and it said Mackenzie Phillips, and I don't. Who's it McKenzie doesn't Phillips? with with all respect to her. It doesn't matter who she is, but I thought it was Mackenzie Davis, the girl ah. who ends up, you know, so like, right. Yeah. You know. Um, anyway, family, it looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup. And oh, look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase. The more, the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. So, All right, so I, I really don't have much to say about T3 apart I, from I, I liked it. I thought I, it was fine. I liked it. I, I liked what they did with it. Like I said, I kind of like the idea of, okay, they postponed Judgment Day for a couple of years as opposed to maybe f- destroying. And then I actually liked the. I, I don't know if Salvation, when they did this, looked at three and said, try, let's try to stay with that. Mm-hmm. Or it was already kind of in the ether somewhere and they typed it in. But the fact that he does end up with Catherine, you know? Yeah. I think it was intended. I think it was a little bit of both. I think the logical step, because McGee, the director of salvation, uh, went to Cameron and said, he's a big fan. He's a big fan. I I acknowledge McGee is a big fan. I just also acknowledge that there was a lot of problems with this and it ultimately did not give a film that I liked as much as you do. But Cameron's idea was, well, the next step would be, let's show the war. That's the logical step. So if they're bridging off of three, then yes, they would, it would be Catherine Brewster would be his wife. I mean, they missed, they fucking recasted her, but they also recasted John. Originally, Nick Stahl and Claire Danes were supposed to come for salvation. And I, listen, I, I, you had said to me off air, and I, I don't mean to speak for you, but I'm sure you'll back this up anyway, that you, you felt like they were like, oh, let's get Batman. And that's exactly kind of what the logic was for getting Christian Bale to play John Connor, you know? Yes. And, and I, 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 I can't sit here and tell you I disagree with it, that logic, I mean. But okay. I I can tell you that I would have been fine either way. Like I'm fine with it either way. Like I'm fine with the fact that they got Christian Bale. But if they had stuck with Nick Stahl and Claire Danes, I would have been fine with that too. 
Do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have I wouldn't have said the thing I will tell you that I liked about Christian Bale playing uh John Connor um because do we agree that because of the way the timelines work in the Terminator universe that even though it takes place after Terminator 3 and to your point about Cameron saying the next logical thing would be to show the war it, mm-hmm. it is technically a prequel to all of them right yeah in yeah, a, yeah. In it, a way. it makes my brain itch but yes it is a prequel in a to way. all the films yes so if you look at, and I don't even know who the actor is, and I'm not even going to bother to look it up, and that's not disrespect on him, but if you look at John Connor from T2, the flash-forward John Connor, so the time they show him in the future, and then they also, if you see the scene where he's a senator, because they brought that same actor back to shoot that scene, mm-hmm. if you see that guy, you believe that Christian Bale is a younger version of that guy. Now I don't know if that's I don't know if that's where the casting came from. I'm not saying that's where the casting of Bale came from, but it works. If you look at that guy and then look at Christian Bale, you can see how that would be a John Connor. I, I'm not disagreeing with your opinion. I'm I always look at it as who looks like a grown up Edward Furlong, which Edward I, Furlong looks right. like crap for an Edward a grown up Edward Furlong. Right. I'm just no, saying and, that. And, 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 before you go further, I, I don't disagree with that logic. Like, if that's the starting point, then you're mm-hmm. right. But I'm saying there is a way to at least make it work. You know what I mean? Look, I've said this before. I, I, I have a love-hate for Christian Bale, but I think he's a phenomenal actor. Sure. I've never dis- I've never said anything otherwise. No, no, no. Uh, I, I, my whole thing is, I think, like, I mean, I saw the movie Vice, for the first time, you and I talked about... I need to see uh, that. I haven't seen that it's yet. It's fucking weird, but it's fucking, like, his performance. You you watch, you're like, holy shit, how is this not Dick Cheney? The thing, like, the, it, it's so flawless. The thing about Vice, without having seen it, that always sits weird with me, and I love this actor, so stress that. It, but but Sam Rockwell, is, is W, just doesn't... Oh, he kills it. Does he really? Okay. He's All not right. as good as Brolin. As honestly, I think Brolin did a much better job. Okay. But Sam Rockwell fucking kills it as Bush. Okay. Fair enough. At anyway. no point are you thinking like, is he trying to be Jeb? No, he's <laughs> fucking W. Gotcha. Um. Right. Um. So I, but look at the time when it was announced, it was going to be John Connor. I'm like, okay. I was excited for it, but then I was just like, I don't know. It just felt didn't feel like he really did anything for the role that made it worthwhile for him to be cast. And ultimately, I kind of felt like, who's the big star of right now? Well, fucking Batman. You know, yeah, it yeah. just, like, I will say that Nick Stahl looked, and I felt like Edward Furlong would grow up to look a little bit more like Nick Stahl than he would to look like fucking Bale, I, is I, what I'm And I can't disagree with you. Like, I, I don't have any cool. argument against that. Like I just don't, and, and, and it's all it's all personal taste between sure. you and me, and, and that's fine. Sure. Again, I I'm not thrilled on Bale's current casting as as fucking John Connor, but it is what it is. I I was a huge fucking fan of Anton Yelchin as Kyle Reese. I thought he fucking nailed a young Michael Bain. I have to agree with that too. I I do. I, I think it was really well done. Yeah. I think honestly, he's really the fucking highlight of the film for me, because Sam Worthington, I don't 
I don't really fucking dig the 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 whole concept of Marcus. They kind of do it later in in Dark Fate and the, and the whole humans with cyborg cybernetic fucking DNA or whatever the fuck sure, sure. is is what it is. But Sam Worthington's performance is so not good in that film, in my opinion. A lot of the times he just spends most of his time just screaming no, and then looking super badass, and it just doesn't work for me on a story level um it also his accent like i know i'm a big bigger stickler on accents and shit than you are but his australian accent comes out very prominently and then his american accent comes out very prominently that being said i like sam worthington in avatar i'm not a big avatar fan but i liked him in it right right which is ultimately why he was put in salvation in the first place is because cameron was like Oh well, I'm working with Worthington. You should put him in Salvation. Right? No, yeah, that's it. I, I, I have to agree with you that that's completely why he's there. And then it's the same, like you said about um, Bale. You know, mm-hmm. and listen, can we agree from a name perspective? This is the most celebrity-ridden. There's more celebrities in this one because um, you got, you got. I mean, Common's not as big of a name, but he's in a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like I would say the cast in Genesis is just as rival. I mean, they're, they're, Sam Worthington I, has only been in fucking Avatar and this and a couple other things, but it's not at the rise. You also of, have you also have, but you have Anton Yelchin who ultimately goes on to be Chekhov. I think he does this before Star Trek. Correct. But you know, um, he, it, I I told Steph this. It fucking hurt me when Anton died. It I sucks. Was so yeah, fucking, I, I, I was so crushed. I don't think I was as as, as upset as you, but I definitely and and did you phrasing there by the way for the right. record, you said you were crushed. Oh, that's uh, that's not what I meant. And yeah, phrasing, okay, um, bad, bad, bad phrasing. <laughs> but um, but I, still. I need to check off that fucking uh, <laughs> yes, that yes. fucking pun. Yeah, um, that that no. is I redeem myself a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, but he, he, I mean, but again, you got Michael Ironside. I mean, you you have some. Or as know. I call him, the poor man's Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I've Holy always liked fuck, Michael Ironside. Brothers. Though. I've always liked him, though. I mean, he, I liked him too. Yeah, yeah, but I every time I see him, I'm just like, you are just a total. You look so much like Nicholson. It's not even funny at this point. Um, but yeah, I also so, find it funny. His name is Michael Ironside. He's going up against machines, but you know. Yeah. Uh, I, listen, I, I, I mean, I, I did just you catch, on did it. you catch the did you catch the cameo that like was an actor in the lead scene and and they just completely glossed over it? I don't. I'm guessing no. The brother of Common's character, you see a soldier, a black soldier, when Bale like comes out right. of the fucking yeah. hole, yeah, and he looks. Do you did you recognize him? No, Terry fucking Cruz. No shit. No shit. That's pretty bad. I, lo- I love Terry Cruz. That guy. That guy's watch the that best. again. It's it's and you're like oh my god. It's fucking Terry. It's Cruz. cheeseburger. Yeah. Um. I. So first and foremost, uh, they they did something with this film that typically I have a big fucking problem with, um, and it for me worked with this film. When you take a franchise that's typically R and then you downgrade it, you and I have talked about this before. How much we hate when they do that shit. Mm. I don't think it affected this film as much. There have been mm. other films that, uh, and the biggest example for me has always been Major League One to Two. 
has always been like the biggest example of that to one that bothers me just because it's my easy go-to. I'm not saying it's the only one, but that's, sure, you know, sure. um, you know, and yet I think it worked okay in this one. Uh, like, uh, let me, let me put it this way. I, I didn't realize it wasn't radar until I double checked. However, I think that it's more blatant and it does a disservice when Genesis was PG-13. That's my opinion. Based on what you're you saying. You just want to hate on I, that film at this point. No, 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 no. I, I look, I said this, I said this many times. I really want movies to fucking work. I really want a Terminator film to work. No, you but, you do, but once you decide you hate it, you go all in. Like No, 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 no. That's not true because I was ready to fucking hate Dark uh Dark Fate based on the same reason you were like fuck this fucking fuck <laughs> but after another reviewing and another and and talking to someone who's infinitely smarter than me and not it's not you oh thank you <laughs> oh damn it all right um i i have amended my opinion and that's why i have dark fate as a higher ranked film but and I'm not just being like, well, Stephanie fucking didn't like Genesis, so therefore I fucking no. It's not that. It's it's. I still, we agreed on the on the things that we didn't like. Salvation. I just felt like, for me personally, the fact that we're in the war made it the least exciting thing, personally. And it, it muddles everything. Like Skynet has the form of Helena Bonham Carter, which you know me. I'd rather have more Helena Bottom Carter than just a little bit of Helena Bonham Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the reason, I don't know if you know this, the reason why she was only in it as few as she was, as little as she was, I mean, was because she pretty much lost like three quarters of her family during filming. Like they fucking had a severe car accident. Like everyone Oof, close no, to her I, died. Yeah, I it was like, yeah. And she was given, like they, they put the film on, on hiatus out of respect for her to go do what she needed to do. Well, that's pretty awesome. You got to give them that it's, too. Yeah. I think they were also still filming shit. Like, all right, all you animators, you fucking you work well, on yeah, the stuff. The stuff that doesn't require like filming, they could probably Correct. work on. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she only provided like three days of work because well, she was just like, guys, I just can't. You like, you want me to do this fucking nihilistic apocalyptic movie right now? When I dealing with like my mother, my father, my brother dying. Yeah, no, I, was, I, I I don't know if it was the exact filmmaker, uh, family members, but it was something it was something like, that to that I got you, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, that's that's first off, that's cool of, uh, of them to to do that that break to try to give her a chance, and even if she ultimately passed to do more, mm-hmm. I I don't a I don't blame her, you know, for one, right, and then two, um, but it's still cool that they they gave her the opportunity to 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 try, you know, so um, I. I I, I watched a special feature. This is one of the few films on the fra- in the collection that I bought that had special features. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, a lot of them look like y- you, and I'm sure it's kind of different with DVDs because I know I buy Blu-rays and you don't. But like mm-hmm. typically if you buy a Blu-ray that's not a single disc, and what I mean by that is it doesn't come with the DVD copy and the digital code. Mm-hmm you typically get a bunch of special features. If you buy just a Blu-ray copy, it's typically just the film with, like, nothing else. 
Sometimes because I've I've had I've rented Blu-rays. Sometimes there are bonus features, but not to the extent of having a complete separate disc. Exactly. Well, and I, I'm not even talking about a separate disc or the bonus features. I'm just saying it's for whatever reason. It seems like when it comes as a combo pack, meaning DVD and the Blu-ray in the same box, mm-hmm. you get more bonus features on the Blu-ray. I don't know why that is a thing, but it just seems right. to be. Anyway. So not all of them had it, but this one did. And that's the point I'm trying to get to is this this one had special features. And so I got to watch like a a behind the scenes. There's like a twenty minute thing on the making of the film and following around McGee and the logic. And it even talked about the Terminators that they had in the film. And and it really actually went even a step further and talked about like the the evolution of Terminators across the franchise up to that point okay and so it was really kind of a unique thing like the first terminators as they're depicted in salvation are like nine feet tall mm-hmm. and by the time you get to arnold it's arnold's height and the mm-hmm. the the explanation that was given is that they're trying to make them so that they fit into so they can be more they're always saying they're infiltrators like you hear you hear sarah say that you've heard you know, I think John says it at one point. Like you hear it multiple times. Reese, so yeah. Pretty, yeah, a couple people say so like they the the evolution is that they actually get smaller so that they mm-hmm. can be easier infiltrators into you know, and also like um metallurgy they talked about. Like that like, you know, if you remember in Salvation, like some of them are like black. Right. It's because they're actually metal and not silver. And by the time right. they get to the Arnold level, they're silver. Right. You know, so it was really kind of an interesting thing. And then, yeah. Well, that that also, I'm glad you brought that up because originally we talked about the castings where Michael Bain was actually, like, it, it wasn't just Arnold as Kyle Reese. It was also Michael Bain possibly going up as the Terminator because the whole infiltration thing, I'm like, he would look like a normal. Right. You know, I mean, not for nothing. Arnold is very noticeable. Like, even if he's just walking down the street, he's a big yoke dude. Yeah. He opens his fucking mouth. You're like, who the fuck said that? <laughs> right. Yeah, how right. Are you? What yeah. the fuck? Are you okay? I'm from Austria. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's all you need to tell me. Um, but, so you're look. I will acknowledge that some of the lore is done very well as a prequel to the Terminator franchise with Salvation. I have it lower because of my reverence to the other films. It's not like I don't hate it. I just don't like it as much. I also yeah. feel it has a lacking of a real villain. Yes, Skynet is the villain. But it's like you, yes, like it's like saying the emperor is the ultimate villain, but you need a Vader to walk around. And no, I, I, I hear you. You know what this movie? You know what this movie reminded me a lot of, and I, I probably like it more for this reason than say you. But it reminded me a lot of the third Resident Evil film, where they're in the desert and traveling across. Yeah, like it had a lot of. It felt very Resident Evil ish, but instead of zombies. You got Terminators, like. But even, but even Resident Evil Three did have. Uh, it, okay, in 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 this context, you're right because, but even more so in 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 Resident Evil Three because it did have a villain, 
by the end of the film. It had a dude who became a fucking monster True. by the end. And by and by that context, Salvation did have an antagonist. It was the T-800. It was the Arnold fucking coming fresh off the line, ready to stir some shit up with John Connor. Right. That's honestly, honestly, that's what I was like. I am fucking in. The majority of the film, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm glad Anton Yelchin is in this and Bale is doing his thing. And I'm not going to lie. Bale's fucking flipping out did not help this film at all. Is this the movie he flipped out on? Is this the one? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know the see, I know the incident you're talking about. But see, I can, you know, he but has he since out. apologized for that multiple times. I've seen it. You know, like, yeah, he, I, he's, no, no, he, I've, I've seen him. I've seen him eat crow. And he's acknowledged I, and, he was wrong and like, you know, like, and, and, and I, just give me 10 seconds on this and I'll let you get back to your point. But like, it's unlike, say, like an Ed Norton who doesn't see anything wrong with the way he, you know, is to the other people on set. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Bale was like, all right, you know what? I was a dick. My bad. You know? And right. So like, I can certainly look past that. But Bale also said it was really unfortunate that it was recorded and released. He he's like, he's like, yes, I'm to blame. But you know who's also just as much to blame is these fucking guys who released it. It's like, well, don't be a dick. But like, I mean, his argument was that he was in character, and that the director, the DP, the director of photography, was walking, adjusting the lights because that is his job. Right. Like I and Bale was just like, even. I can understand an actor being like, dude, I'm in my scene. You're fucking with my scene. Can you just stop doing that for 10 fucking minutes? This is an emotional scene. But Bale threatened to kick the shit out of him or, or have the guy fired my, numerous times. My guess is that this was, the incident that got recorded was not the first time there was a run-in between the two. like or, or something that maybe at least annoyed him that he maybe didn't say like the maybe like the five times prior, and then this was the one that was like, you know what, dude, I fucking had enough of this shit, and he like lost that, his, you know what I mean? Yeah, he he never went to the DP and he said, hey man, can you just not do that, please? It's driving me crazy. Never did that. So the DP, because you could hear the DP's voice, he sounds super confused and like I I had no idea. I'm so sorry. Right. And he kept apologizing, and and Bale was just like, you know. Uh, you know, you're a fucking amateur, man. Like, you know, oh, good for you. Like, he just does that. Oh, good. He's like, well, I'm checking the lights. Oh, good. And how was it, you fucking prick? Like, holy shit, yeah, Batman, no, he, calm he de- down. No, he definitely, he definitely overreacts and flips out. And I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and defend it. But what I am gonna say is that, like, he does not have an, from what I understand, does not have a history, or at least after that point does not have a history of doing stuff like yes, that. Like, he, he, I, he, I, ha, he had a, his, he went to, he got arrested because he fucking like punched his mom. I like, didn't hear about this. that. Yeah. But, he, yeah. he had an argument with his mom and he punched his mom and they put him in jail and he's like, Oh, it was a total misunderstanding. I got blown out of a boy. You punched your mom, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, I don't give well, a fuck if you're going to blame it on your Welshness. What the fuck are you doing, Bale? Right. You know who anyway. wouldn't punch his mom? Batman, you fucking fuck. <laughs> well, just because he's dead. But, um... Okay, that's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, any, anyway. 
but getting back to the film itself, like I listen, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and t- yes, I have it second, but that's because it's how much I enjoyed it, but not because I think it's that good, if that makes sense. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just one that I actually really enjoyed, but it's not okay. it's not about quality over I don't know. Am I making sense? Because I feel like I'm not, but you are making sense and you are allowed to your opinion. Holy shit, I am. I, I not I say your opinion is wrong, <laughs> but you're allowed to have your opinion. <laughs> and that's why it's an opinion. Like, you know, I if you like salvation, I don't give a fuck, buddy. I'm more of like I, these next two films, these final fucking films are the ones that I'm really fucking curious about. I know your argument for Dark Fate. I know what you're bitching about. I get it. But I want you to fucking defend Genesis to me. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com slash cloud. I told you already. I already gave you my defense on Genesis. Okay. Let's fucking talk casting. Okay. Okay. Tell me, on what planet does Jai Courtney, as fucking Kyle Reese, make any bit of goddamn sense. I listen, I don't think I here's the problem. You, you, the problem with with because I think that's the least egregious of them, honestly. Really? Because here's what you're doing. You're comparing him to Michael Bain. If if you're if 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 he had just been if, if this was a brand new flick and the, no, there was no history behind it and you cast him as Kyle Reese. Standalone film, first time it's ever been on screen ever. Would you have a problem with him as Kyle Reese still? Absolutely. Why? Because he plays him like a fucking meathead. Look, you can't you, have that's a what I'm saying. Place. You're looking. You can't have Genesis, which is recreating scenes like literally frame by frame, and then completely change characters. Like, all right, let's let's take away the fact that Michael Bain is skinny. And 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 smaller than than Jai Courtney. I think the Sarah it, Connor one's worse. I think I have a problem with that too. But I'll get to that. I like her as an actress. So do I. Percent, and and but... on paper, I understand why they cast her as Sarah Connor. But and she looks passable enough of a resemblance where I'm like, all right. The height it, difference. Why? Not that Linda T- Hamilton's like six feet tall, but that she's still I would guess six she's inches keen. shorter. Also, Amelia Clark, the the logic of uh, I'll get back to Jai Corner, but now we're going to talk about fucking Amelia Clark. Linda Hamilton trained for T two yeah. with the understanding there's impending doom, and she did that you know over the course of whatever Let's six call months. It I think you said yeah six months, or that's just if she's in the asylum. But if she's still like oh no, they're coming back, and she's raising John, then she's been presumably doing this for ten years. Sure. So. By that logic, the same character, Sarah Connor, who's being raised as a by you know uh, when she's nine by fucking pops, that she should be off as shit, and she's not. I'm just I, saying. I can't. I can't disagree with that. I can't. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Um, but Jai Courtney, 
the character of Kyle Reese in both versions, in T1 and Genesis, he's living in a fucking apocalyptic wasteland. He grew up into it. There's no chance in hell that he would be as buff and healthy looking as he is. Not possible. It's not likely. So the fact they made him a fucking meathead, essentially, and just, like, I loved Michael Bain's performance where it's nuanced and poetic and tragic. This is a guy who, like, you know is probably eaten, like, moldy rats to survive. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're lining it up against Michael Bain, though. That's the thing. Like... But I'm lining it up with the character that is established that they're that they're trying to mimic in the same sense that I said, well, wouldn't Sarah Connor be buff? I didn't. I didn't say thing. that I'm 100 okay with it. I'm saying that I think it's the least egregious of the ones that are there. That's all I'm saying. But I, because I I agree with you, it should be closer to to the, what Michael Bain is. Like I'm trying. I've been trying to think about who you would cast in that time frame. Like who you would have, you know. Um, I mean, if 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 Anton Yelchin had lived, yeah, you no, of course. Well, and I think he might have. Yeah, I don't know when he. Let me look. You know who would actually have done a passable job based mm. on, I don't know if their height is the same, but like based on like frame is the guy who played John Connor is fucking uh, uh, Jason Clark. He would have done a better job than Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney is, I, I don't think he's a good actor. And I, and I use his performance in this where he's just quipping and he's a Genesis meathead and everything. Of... God, sorry. Everything is just, he's just kind of a, dummy in in this film and it just doesn't it just doesn't flow well for me it's a complete opposite of what we expect kyle Re- especially like i said if they're recreating shit it, it it just it's clashing but uh what was released what genesis came out a year before anton yelchin died so he could have been in that film so i i, uh, I I'm, I'm with you that would have been the better way to go i don't i don't argue that i i don't mm-hmm. um i I'm just saying I I thought I thought the Sarah Connor thing with her being I, I the, the height difference really fucked with me pretty well, hard. Well, let's find out. Let's find out how tall they both are. I would I would guess that Amelia Clark is probably at least 5'1 and I would guess that Linda Hamilton's got to be maybe 5'8. Maybe. But that's a 7-inch difference. Right. You know, I mean I I acknowledge there's a huge fucking difference. We said this uh, about other things. Like there was like, I don't think that works. Like like uh, Harrison Ford and Alden Ehrenreich. I think there was like a huge six inch difference between the two of them. So Linda Hamilton's five six actually. Okay. Um, and now I'm looking up Amelia. Is it? Let me see. Amelia Clark. Yeah. Amelia Clark. I think there's an E at the end of her Clark. I'm still trying to get her to Amelia. Am I spelling her name? No, I was spelling it wrong, but it just fixed it for me. E- yeah, yeah, it's E M I L I A. She's five yeah. two, so it's only four inches. But they, she looked infinitely shorter. Yeah, like it looked like a much bigger difference on screen for whatever reason. I, maybe I maybe like... because she's so up against Jai Courtney, who I think is pretty fucking tall, right? You know? And looks massive. Like he's yeah. honestly Jai Courtney. Could have worked better as a Terminator. Yeah, I was going to say, he could have played the Terminator. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't fucking, I don't know. Is that the most egregious casting you said? You were hinting at at Amelia Clark? No, I... uh, No, I think John John Connor's probably the most egregious 
casting I, and all I that don't, thing. I didn't like it either. I thought, I honestly, like, I as much as you have your complaint about Dark Fate and, and the reason why of what they did, what they did, I have just as much complaint about turning him into a fucking Terminator. Now, Steph said, and I happened, okay, I'm like, all right, I fucking agree with you. I don't like it, but I agree with you. She said, everything that Skynet does makes perfect sense that they would do what they do. Sending whoever back to fucking take over, you know, to kill Sarah or John or or sending back the fucking anti-Terminator Terminator in fucking three or sending or, or saying, OK, the problem is not trying to kill him. Let's just bring fucking John to our side. It makes sense they would do what they would do. Or in Dark Fate, sending back multiple Terminators, be like, well, one of them's going to fucking have to catch up to them and kill them, right. which is what they do. So I acknowledge that they are, that Skynet is doing the most logical thing because they're a fucking computer. They're going to do logistics and fucking, you know, and percentages. Ones What's going to really fucking hit yeah. home? Yeah, ones and zeros. I got it. But I have more of a fucking fundamental problem of less about John Connor being killed and more of him becoming the fucking big bad. I so did not like that. I I don't like it either. Again, the way I'm able to enjoy this film, legit, mm. and I, I, is I don't... A, is a what if. Exactly, and I don't mean to sound like right. a broken record, but I don't consider it to be part of the rest of the lore. And if I can separate it that way, you know, and it's let's just play with these characters that are part of this lore, but not make it part of the continuity... Mm-hmm. You know, then I can, if you're going to sit, no, I know when I say you, I don't mean you, but if, if someone's going to sit here and tell me, no, it's definitively part of the, the canon, part of the, the continuity, then yes, it infinitely drops lower for me almost instantly. And okay. and then it becomes a battle between five and six for the, the worst for me, because mm-hmm. I do have a huge problem with it as being part of the continuity. However, you know. If, I I understand that. I am. Can you at least acknowledge that it's fucking good they did not continue with that timeline because it was supposed to be a reboot of a trilogy. I I would. Well, it's it's like it's like if which I know if I'm pretty if I understand correctly it's been canceled. But like Ryan Johnson was going to go off and make his own three Star Wars films after eight, right? Like that I was think the, that's still up in the air. Okay, well, regardless of the actual, whether it's going to happen or not, like, but they're not meant to be canon, right? They're going to be their own three, like, these happen over here while the Skywalker saga happens over here. Like, that's, right? I think that was undetermined. I think it was, it was definitely going to be a trilogy, but it was undetermined whether it was going to be a thousand years before the Skywalker shit or a thousand years after. Okay. Or it was just going to be concurrent and like over in another over, part of the galaxy. Which that was never determined. Okay. Well, but the point I'm trying to get to is that like it's its own separate adventure within the universe, right? Right. And so like if if they had done that here, where like you're looking at the timeline and it skews off this way. And mm-hmm. you get versions that go this way, but then you also get, despite my issue with it, a Dark Fate film that stays on the original timeline. Right. 
then it depends. You know what I'm saying? Like if if they're gonna do yeah. it that way, then I'm I'm okay. But you, does that make sense? If you yeah, if you look at the Terminator franchise as multiple alternate timelines and alternate fucking whatever, then fine. To you, me, there's like only said, two. There's two. There's the one that that if you remove Genesis and go straight through, so one, two, three, four, six, and then you have the skew off. Do no, I have, it's. No, 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 because, well... It would technically be 4, 1, 2, 6, I guess. 1, 2, 3, 6, but yeah. If you, but if, no, because 4 then becomes obsolete based on Dark Fate. That's what I'm saying. That This is what we were talking about earlier, true, is that true. there are multiple ways. You could watch T1, That's T2, true. and then no, Dark you're, Fate. You're, you're right. Two, yeah, yeah. You're right. No, no, you're right. You're right. I, I had to just put the... Because it's a lot of math. I had to do the math for him, but you're not wrong. Um, right. I... I'm saying of all six, right? Mm-hmm. This is the one that falls the least out of the rest of the timeline. That's all I'm kind of saying. Like, that's the one that skews the farthest out. I'm not saying the other ones that don't skew out. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying of them all, that's the one that just takes that fucking left turn and goes off into fucking, you know, Genesis land. I... I, I think I'm misunderstanding. Are we saying that Genesis is the one that goes completely yeah, that, off the rails? That's the one to me that goes completely off the rails. Yes. Like, not not Dark Fate. Okay. Correct. Yes, yeah, we, are, yeah. we are in agreement that Genesis is like, what the fuck? was it, It's not what if. It's what the fuck. But, it, but it's, it, that's the thing for me. At least for me, it's not so. Because as, as an independent story. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it. And again, ignoring previous casting, because that's my my biggest problem with it is the casting than anything. I know you have other problems, but that's that's the biggest problem I have with it is is the casting issues. The, the casting is all is not very good, and I even go as far as to say, I'm like, well, why the fuck did they recast Miles Dyson? Like it there, it doesn't. That was just as as egregious as as like. No, I, I thought nothing... that was his son. To me, that was his son. His son, but then there's also Miles Dyson at the end during the next to yeah yeah with, played by Courtney B Vance. I love Courtney B Vance. I think he's a great actor. Sure, but but if you're going to, it it wouldn't make sense. It's a different actor. You know who I would like to have seen just because he was supposed to be. If they were going to recast, did you know who was supposed to play Dyson initially in Judgment Day and he passed on it? OJ. Uh uh-uh. uh Denzel Washington. Oh, you're right. I read that too, and and I think he did. You remember? Did you read what his quote was? He just sweats and screams a lot. Yeah, like, that's yeah. But which I kind of disagree with personally. I, I, I me too. But that's that's a different conversation. But if if they got him to come in and just stand on stage for thirty seconds like Courtney B. Vance did, that'd be pretty. That that would at least be a little cooler. But um, yeah. I, I also mean, have criticism of Arnold. Arnold in that film is is so cringeworthy. Why? His his insistent humor, I just didn't. It, it was more awkward and annoying. Whereas I liked his portrayal in other films when he's trying to like. It, it's it's also just as cringy, but like in T three where someone says talk to the hand, and he I mean, grabs the guy's hand and he says. Give him your clothes. Like he, it's funny because he doesn't understand. Right, that to me is more almost Drax-like. You know, like 
that that exactly. literal right. You know what I mean? Whereas the reason the humor with him doesn't bother me as much as I guess in Genesis is that he's had. If I'm doing them, if we're, if we're sticking to the math from the first Terminator, right? He's got ten years of spending time because you said she's nineteen in T one. Mm-hmm. So if he met her with her when she was nine in Genesis, by the time they mm-hmm. meet Kyle in the the reshoot, she would still be nineteen. Correct. So he's got ten years of spending time with this child. It's the most time he's had as a Terminator, elite, mm-hmm. especially up to wait, 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 up to that point to learn human interaction. Dark Fate hasn't happened yet, so. Okay. I would agree with you, but then there's that jump where they, instead of, instead of Kyle and, and, uh, Sarah going to 1997, which by the way, they absolutely should have just done, by the way, don't fucking go to the day before Genesis is going to launch. Don't give yourself a, a, a time crunch. Just go 20 years beforehand. I think 20 years. I think twenty years would have been too much. I, but yeah, I agree with you. You could have given yourself more than a day. I do agree right. with you there. Okay, and then so they jump forward. What is that? Thirty years? Uh, eighty-four to two thousand seventeen. It's thirty, thirty-three years. Okay, so thirty-three years, and Arnold still has not gotten better. If they had, if he was walking and talking, as good as he was as Carl. I would be. I would bitch less. I think. I think my argument for that just is that he did not have as much human interaction in that thirty-three years. I know he talks about he gets a job, but he also talks about he get fired. So you don't know how long he had the job. Like it, it, it's implied to me that he does not have a whole lot of human interaction in that thirty-three years. But you would think, as a Terminator, he would have to fucking. He he acknowledges that part of the reason why Terminators become more efficient at doing what they do is to learn human interaction and become quote unquote more human. The fact that he, if he did do that, it didn't come across like that. It came across that very well, in my opinion, as Carl personally, his portrayal as Carl is the most human we've ever seen an Arnold Terminator ever become. Uh, yes. We saw the beginnings of that in judgment day. I was going to say, because judgment day is pretty close too. But if ju- if he, the Arnold in Judgment Day survived and lived, it would be fucking Carl. Is all I'm saying. Who the fuck is Carl? Like, He's a is- fucking Terminator, and fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new answer to that question yeah, when I it agree. comes up. Who's there, who the fuck is Carl? He's a Terminator. Um, and fuck but, that guy. And, well, He's a complete hate- Terminator. <laughs> anyway, um, I I just felt like it was the, the same. First off. You may have liked it. I fucking rolled my eyes so fucking hard that I think I caused my fucking head to snap. When they get arrested and they're being their mugshots are taken and it's playing bad boys, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, I fucking have a lot of praise for the director, Alan Taylor. Alan Taylor, he's worked a lot on great TV movies and TV shows. He worked a lot of The Sopranos. He's the one who's directing The Many Saints of Newark. I'm fucking pumped for that. But go fuck yourself for fucking 
And, and I feel bad because the movie was such a critical and commercial failure that he fucking like was in a directive uh, director depression. He didn't do anything for years until he was like, all right, I'm going to go back and do some smaller projects. It hurt his it hurt his uh, credibility. And I, I want him to su- succeed. But well, same thing. Same the, thing happened with the guy who did fan four stick, you know, like agreed. Yeah. I don't I, I don't want a director or an actor or whatever to fucking want to contemplate suicide. Sure. That's the last thing I want. I want them to fucking make a movie and have it be on the same level of vision and have it be enough fan service. And if, if Genesis was supposed to be the what if scenario, then okay, fine. The storyline is what it is. I don't uh, I, I don't accept it as canon. But I also don't accept any of the casting as even remotely good, and I mean, there the, the concept of the of the T three thousand as Connor is fine, but it will never fucking be in my uh, in my like top level performances. And Jason sure. Clark was not very good. He was not very good. So, all right. So basically, it comes down to we're not going to agree on on this the status of Genesis as a, as a whole as as a whole. On a whole, I call it Jenna shits is all I'm saying. Like, I, I really like I want it. Like I said numerous times, I want to succeed. And I and I I have to admit when the trailer came out way back in 2015 or 2014, I was pumped. I didn't even really fucking register that part of it set in San Francisco in the Bay Area. But I was fucking pumped. I was like, well, so let's salvation. fucking do this. Hmm? Salvation. So is part of salvation. True. You know, that kind of gets glossed over because, like, you know, Kyle is like, we're the L.A. resistance. Like, really? No, but then Um, they talk about how Skynet's up in in San Francisco. Like, they mentioned that a couple times. So They're really kind of pushing, like, oh, yeah, of course. It's like the Silicon Valley of evil kind of situation, you know? Which, well, I was just going to say it made sense for evil to be in San Francisco, but, you know, so. Yeah, okay. Um, Also, I forgot to mention this. Uh, just one more addendum. I I felt like J.K. Simmons was kind of wasted in that film. Yeah, but that's not his fault. Like, that's That's not his fault, but he, uh, you know, it just sucks. You talked about, like, star caliber. I would say, like, Genesis is, like, you know, it definitely has as many as many celebrities you want to talk about something about the t-1000 right in in fucking Genesis. Well, you kind of touched on it, though, the fact that it's not. Robert Patrick, and so you—that's what I wanted. And then you touched on it later when we were talking okay. about okay. him not coming back for running issues or whatever. So, yeah, I the, the 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 best praise I can give Genesis is that I I've seen the side by side comparisons of T one and Genesis where they recreate scenes. It's pretty fucking flawless. Down to having, you know, the, the camera angle of a black guy in a truck with a cigar in his mouth and when the fucking Terminator first shows up and the nice night photo walk. That was pretty fucking yeah, I, well I, done. I, I actually, I, I like, I, they, they got a lot of that shot for shot in the early part well, like done very well, I thought. You know, like, yeah. actually so much so that I thought that the scene with the guy in the trash truck might have actually been... Just pull the scenes and I know I, I, I look there's there's a YouTube video where they do it side by side and it's it, it's noticeable enough where I'm like, all right, that's a different guy, but it looks enough like him where you couldn't tell the difference. But the camera angles are spot on. Yeah, they did a good job. I, I acknowledge that. So okay. do we move on to Dark Fate now? 
Yeah, let's, and let's get to... And the gigantic fucking middle, double middle finger that fucking Cam- or James Cameron throws up to his his audience. Okay, now remember my fucking argument that I said about Skynet doing the logical fucking thing. No. I, look, I, I'm with you. My reaction was exactly the same as yours. I think I even told you because I think I saw Dark Fate before you. You did. And, yeah. and when I first saw it, I texted you. I said, you are going to fucking hate this movie. And then I think someone spoiled it for you. I don't think you saw it or maybe. So, I, I might have know. had I you do it. I might have had you spoil it. I, okay, I may have told you. I don't remember the context. No, I, I might have your, said to you, just tell me. Is about you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like I might have just had you say that. So, and I and I, you were like, no, they, no, they wouldn't fuck it. I'm like, why would I lie about this, CJ? Like, right. I, and again, I'm I totally understand your point of view, but I also acknowledge this is. Like James Cameron, if he's gonna fucking slap the audience in the face and say "Wake up," this is what we're, we're gonna fucking change everything. I, I I have I have a major fucking argument against the. It would have sent multiple Terminators though. Well, because the machine can only handle fucking one thing at a time or something. Well, no, no, not even that's a good point. But no, they would have sent T one thousands. They wouldn't have sent eight. They wouldn't have sent eight hundreds. If they send one Robert Patrick, one T-1000, and then they send a bunch of Arnolds, no. They would have sent a bunch of the liquid Terminators. <clears throat> maybe the liquid, maybe the T-1000s were more expensive, or, or not expensive, but like harder to fucking make, you know? It, it, it was just simpler then to they have wouldn't a have sent, Then by that, st- I, you know, I'm sorry. No, they if they're sending multiples, they would have sent multiple. <laughs> li- no. Okay, what if, what about this argument? What if... They didn't send the T uh, multiple T eight hundreds back in nineteen ninety, whatever uh, ninety five ninety four ninety five ninety five. Yeah. What if they sent multiples back in eighty four, and that one just took super long to fucking reach them in Guatemala? That's really stretching it. You realize? I mean, that, like, it's really, really stretching really it based stretching. on based on this fucking thing. But all right, you know, I'm just okay. No, I, I, I listen. Do do I think the film is well put together? Absolutely. Do I think it's shot well? Do I like the fact that all of the protagonists up until they meet Carl are women? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I, I maybe lean on that a little too hard, just but I think it's right in the heart of the Me Too thing. So like I'm not, you know, I'm not against there being an all woman cast, but I, I do. That's I do, yeah, but that's not what this is. What do you mean? That's not that's it's it's not the Ocean's Eight type of thing that we were talking about. This this is having the best actors for the best story because they're all it's a balance of women and men is what I'm agreeing with you. I'm just adding on to the caveat. That this is not an all woman cast. An all woman no. cast would have been stabbing someone play Arnold's role. No, I know absolutely, yeah, no, no. But I'm saying, but the the, the main group of protagonists in this are, are women, and 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 I've got no problem with that. I think it's fine. I got you know, uh, I like I said, I think in that era they leaned on it a little heavily in general, but I don't think that's the case here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it plays well. I I. I don't like that Grace needed to like constantly get these shot updates. I feel like that was kind of stupid, but you know, mm. I, to I, the point that she needed them so frequently. 
that's kind of where I think it is. Like the, the the frequency in which she needed them was the problem. I would say the the time frequency was inconsistent, but I it didn't bother me because first and foremost she is a human, but she is pushing herself to the highest limitation in short extreme bursts. So it didn't bother me that she needed like insulin injections or whatever. Bother me is a strong word, but I, I, I like if you know outside of my big problem with the film, like that's like a smaller one that. You know, like it, on this grand scale of things, it's not the end of the world, but it's just like could it, it, it could have dealt with done without it and still accomplished all the things that it accomplished. Like if they took that part out completely, I think you still would have gotten the same story. I think I think they're trying to make her the show off the human side more than just her synthetic side is sure. really the the main argument for that. Sure. Uh, they didn't do jack shit of that with Marcus in Salvation. And is that, you know, yeah, it, it, because see, they're both see, cyborgs. Well, but see, with Marcus, Marcus was a death row inmate. So his humanity is very different than, say, Grace's was, sure. right? Like, okay. you know, I'll and it's not, it's not to say that death row inmates aren't human. Like, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that... You know, a lot of, and, he, and you know, from what it sounds like, he was not real repentant about what he was on death row for. Like, even in that early scene with Helen on Bonham Carter when she's getting him to sign the thing, like, it didn't sound like he was very repentant to me. I think you know? he was repentant on what happened to his brother, but he felt like he needed to die. He He wasn't repentant, like, I need to be forgiven, I need a second chance. It was, I feel guilty about what I did to my brother, and I should die. Right, I, and maybe in that respect, but like I'm saying, like, he didn't, he didn't strike me as someone who was gonna, he had much of a, his humanity wasn't, very big to begin with, if that makes it, sense. it had it had to flow so that he could fucking literally give his heart to John Connor, which I got other fucking what that, I, I yeah I, that that's probably the weakest part of that one for me. I agree with you. So like I I but anyway we we're we're on the dark fate now and and right yeah yeah you know. okay but so he, for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking about because Dark Fate is still fairly a newer film yeah. It opens with Sarah Connor fucking narrating again, and she's talking about blah, 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 and she's hiding out with John in Guatemala, and it's supposed to presumably be three years later, and he's supposed to be the rock, the proper age. He's supposed to be 13. Uh, I will acknowledge that Edward Furlong did come in to, for them to scan his face, but it wasn't him acting out his 13-year-old self. But then... And it shows a, a fucking Edward Furlong fucking flirting with some, you know, hot Guatemalan teenager. And in the background, you see a very familiar, buffy, fucking Arnoldy looking motherfucker. We're not talking about which, Sarah Michelle Geller. We're talking about. No, 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 no. It's, it's Buffy the, the Connor Slayer. Uh, and he. I will acknowledge. <laughs> That's what I should call this thing. Buffy the, buffy the Connor Slayer. Slayer. I won't, but that would be great. All right, go ahead. Um, but I I have to give a, a caveat. I do I do appreciate that the same actor who played young Terminator in Genesis was the same guy who played the young Terminator in Dark Fate. It was the same actor. Okay. 
because he had the same build as Arnold, and he looked effective. He was effective enough. I just thought it was a CGI thing, honestly. So the, the face was for sure, but it was it was a dude. No, I with... thought I thought the whole thing was no, nope. because because in Salvation, it's one hundred percent CGI that I read. The faces, the Ar- it... no, the Ar- the whole Ar- the whole Arnold body, according to that twenty minute thing I watched, was one hundred percent CGI. Oh. I thought it was an actor and they CGI. Okay, well, no, either no, way. In, um, in Salvation, not Jenny. I, I understand yeah, okay, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. You, did you know that they actually filmed a scene where if Arnold didn't approve his likeness, they were just going to, it was just going to show, like imply it was him and, and Connor was going to shoot his face off and there would just be the uh, metal skeleton skull. underneath. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think you told me that <laughs> once when we were talking about it just in passing probably, right. but yeah. Go we, ahead. Yeah, we talk a lot. <laughs> So, and then this fucking scene, and Steph was like, they fucking let their guard down. I'm like, well, of course they let their guard down. And Sarah Connor was trying to give John a chance of flirting with a girl. And 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 they thought they stopped Judgment Day. Judgment, yeah. Because it's supposed to take place, I didn't think it was supposed to be three years. I thought it was almost like months after I think she specified it was like three years she after we stopped Judgment okay. Day. I think is what she I'd said. I'd have to I'd have to watch that part again. But yeah. So fucking Arnold comes behind her and then just shoots fucking Connor with a shotgun in the you chest mean, and then uh, presumably what I what I say? Connor. Connor's the last name. It could have been anybody anyone in the family line. You she know what I mean. Fucking John Connor and 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 shoots him twice and we kill fucking you know it was american history x all over again you know do you not get that reference i i get the reference okay it was fucking i I was with you and i'm like that's how you open this fucking movie oh shit okay uh i'm with you it took a lot for me to fucking even like acknowledge this film it it fucking was so fucking ballsy and i and he, and my argument is the same as yours is like john connor is the savior he's the leader of the resistance it goes against everything it makes t1 t2 look insignificant and a waste of time is that more or less your argument yeah and it, and it, i want to stress just for anyone paying attention it's not that now the savior of the of the, the future is this this woman I've got no problem with a woman, except that that's not what the canon has been up to this point. Like, that's, you know, and, if, if this was I, the first time you were shooting a Terminator movie and you want that direction, fan-fucking-tastic. I've got no problem with it. You know, like... I, I, I again, I totally understand your, your point of view. I still, like, after... And I, I swear Steph and I were like arguing about this for like an hour last night. I wish I could have been in on that argument. And I said, basically, this is you and I have grown for years understanding that one plus one equals two. Mm -hmm. John Connor is the leader of the resistance. It's a familiarity. It's what we know. It's like finding out Luke and Leia are not twins. You know, you're just like, what the fuck? No. You and to a degree, it's finding out they are twins because in an empire, like they like knowing fucking... what knowing what you know, and then watching Empire back is a little in that one moment. It's a little cringeworthy. <laughs> Just that well, one. I mean, they they didn't know. It would have been worse if they fucking did know. And I mean, 
know for sure. They didn't fucking sure. pull, no. go full on twincest. No, they didn't know for sure. No question. And 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 you you and as an audience member, the first time watching Empire, you know, especially when you it was released, know. you have no fucking clue either. But to be what, fair, George Clooney didn't fucking know. I don't know that he knows now, but <laughs> you know, but but it is a little cringeworthy. This is the you know same idea, but. Okay, well, maybe that another example would have been like established, like saying, "No, Darth Vader is not Luke's father." What the fuck are you talking about? V- yeah, Vader. No, agreed. Yeah, yeah. So when you're told one plus one equals two, and you know that through and through, and you've been led to believe that, and then a movie comes along, and, and this is the argument I said to Steph is that now they're saying one plus one equals three. You're like, "Well, no, 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 it's not." And then she's like, "Rico, no, it's like this." It's like three plus four equals seven, and all they're saying is five plus two also equals seven. You're you're like you're looking at seven as only three plus four can equal seven, but they're saying, yeah, but five plus two also equals seven, and you're like, yeah, but I like my way more. And one I time, like my math. One times seven equals fuck you. So there you go. Like, <laughs> like no, I'm no. I look. I I again. I totally understand your point, but I. Like all the layers and foundation of it makes sense. Skynet would do what they did. And if you are looking at this as if you look at Genesis as a what if that's all this is too is just another what if I would accept that if James Cameron had not come out and said this is the direct sequel to Judgment Day. But you could but. That stops there because this movie also had a planned trilogy and now that's not going anywhere. I mean, it got better critical appreciation than Genesis, but it also was a commercial failure. So they're just not going to make any more. And I'm willing to bet the reason it didn't do very well was the first group of people went and saw that fuck and then came home and said, do you believe they fucking killed John Connor in the first 30 I, seconds? I don't disagree with that. I, <laughs> I, I definitely acknowledge that it was a fucking incredibly ballsy move, but just as ballsy as having John Connor be a fucking Terminator. It goes against everything of the character. No, I, I get that. But I'm saying a James Cameron-based story that if they had not done that would have succeeded. Okay, but here's the other argument. Is James Cameron gave Genesis his seal of approval when Genesis came out, and then he also came forward and said, yeah, I lied. It's awful. I don't fucking like it. I don't like any of them except for mine. And then, but to go with the Dark Fate thing, there was a lot of clashing between Tim Miller and Cameron. Cameron is the one who insisted on killing John Connor. It's his lore. If it is canon, then that's what we have to accept. That makes it worse because he's. I, that's actually him throw, officially throwing up the middle finger at the fan base. Again, I I totally understand your fucking point of view. I and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that there's other ways of looking at this in the same way you're trying to make me look at Genesis. You know, that's that's all we're doing. We're not trying to fucking fight and be like, you're just a fucking idiot. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, I'll go I, there. <laughs> I, well, yeah, when you say to me, sure, fine, fine. But, <laughs> but, and, but we, 
this is why the Terminator has that. You can be comfortable with whatever fucking line, you, uh, the 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 order of which you want to watch it to be comfortable in your own fucking appreciation. Like, it, it, I I would argue killing John Connor was the whole point of showing that no matter what, the machines will rise up. It may not be Skynet. It may be something called Legion. But they prevented they prevented Skynet from from taking over. But that death cemented what they did in T one and T two. It 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 because I argue the same thing. I'm like it's fucking it's a slap in the face to the franchise. It's a slap in the face to everything T two was, and the and and what Sarah and John Connor went through. It, it it's a slap in the face, but. After talking to Steph and 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 thinking about it more, and I was doing more research, I looked on Wikipedia and I was reading critic reviews and the average film goer, and a lot of them were agreeing with you, like this is some bullshit. What the <laughs> fuck do they do? How dare they kill my Messiah? Which is ultimately what it is. It really is. They're laying on the fucking Jesus thing, and. Well, not for nothing, Jesus also got crucified, so that's a whole other fucking thing. But anyways. <laughs> I, I mean, they're, I run, think that, they're bringing Neo back, so... I, yeah, and you know what? Maybe in another fucking 30 years, we'll fucking get another direct sequel to this fucking movie, and they'll say, you know what? It was all a dream. It was that fucking can It was that fucking fever dream that Doug the Orderly fucking shoved up, you know, fucking Sarah Connor's fucking hip, and blah, 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 or shoved down her throat. Blah, right. blah, blah. Right. I don't know, dude. Also... That we're talking about this is a very different James Cameron than he was in the 90s and the 80s. This is a guy who's like, you all want five avatars. And we're like, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, One was a... fine. Maybe three. Not fucking five. I, also. I, I'm fine with zero avatars. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, like I... But James Cameron's like, no, no, no. You guys all loved avatar we're like no we didn't just stop jim (laughs) like you made titanic you made a good movie you made the abyss you made some good goddamn look not for nothing titanic is a decent movie it's impressive as hell on a scale on a movie scale sure but it's a fucking it's it's fucking romeo and juliet in a goddamn boat let's fucking and and that's the same thing i can say about dark face i dark dark fate uh, I think it. I think it's. I think it is impressive from a film. Like it. 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 it it's well done. My biggest issue, although I did. I did find myself more than any of the other films. Find myself checking the time. Like. Oh really? Is this over yet? Is this over yet? Like I, I felt. I, I felt that way with Salvation of Genesis. See, I. I didn't feel that way about those two. Um, you know, I. What I like, just to go back to Genesis for a brief second, despite what you you think of the casting and all that kind of stuff, and, and I, I'm not arguing that point again, but I liked the Kyle and Sarah not getting along for a while. Like, I liked that whole having to kind of, like, learn, instead of just, like, instantly falling in love, because she knew, like, okay, I'm supposed to fuck this guy and, you know, make a kid that's gonna save the world, and she's like, I don't know that I want to fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, 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 I'm not saying it's, it's, oh my god, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm saying that, like, I did like that it was, you know, 
Because it is a little far-fetched. Okay, I met you an hour and a half, you know, I met you 12 hours ago. You saved my life twice. Let's fuck. You know what I mean? Like, and and that happens not just in these movies. Like, the firstborn is like that, too. Like, that, him and Marie. Like, they meet, he saves her, and they end up fucking. Like, I don't... I've never seen the firstborn. You've never seen the firstborn, the born identity? Oh, I think you're talking about a movie called Firstborn. No, Born Identity. When, yeah, when, I've seen like, the board identity. I think like, we're literally saying there's a movie called The First. No, board. no, 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 no. So and he and he and he, he meets Marie and they, you know, he saves her from the embassy and then they fuck. Like it's you know like that. That's a thing that happens in movies all the time. But I don't always. But I don't always like it. Like you know what I mean. Like I it agree. just doesn't make any sense to me. Like you know. So the fact that you know. Ultimately, you believe at the end of Genesis, yes, they're going to fucking make John Connor. That's going to happen. You may not see it on screen, but it's going to happen by the end of Genesis. I believe that. You know what I mean? Whereas, and and you, I, I don't know. So, well, I don't know. Genesis almost implies that they don't, they don't, they're not necessarily gonna fuck. It's not set in stone that they are gonna fuck because they said, "Hey, remember when our kid became a Terminator and tried to kill us? Maybe we should just not fuck." Well. No, but it, but it, it, it does imply that they do end up liking each other by the end of it, and that's the point Cor- I'm get. That's the point I'm getting at. Is it correct? They're not, they're not fucking for the sake of making John Connor. If they fuck, they're gonna fuck because they want to fuck each other. Like that's they're, you know, they're definitely gonna be like. So we're gonna wear a rubber the first time, right? <laughs> notice like, I'm getting gonna... all the notice I'm getting all the fucks out because we're gonna go on 500 section later, and I can't curse. So right, yeah. they're they're they're. He's definitely gonna be like, I'm aiming for the tits, just so you know. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. I know I keep doing that joke, but it's it's, uh, it's still worth. But I more look, like you come least, on me if you want to live. Come on, <laughs> come on me if you want to live. That way, my arcade uh, doesn't come back and try to kill us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like the liquid, it's the C one thousand just floating on her, and it's just um okay. My, I need you to acknowledge that the relationship in T one. With Kyle and 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 Sarah, is just as believable that they don't like each other. She doesn't trust them for shit. In fact, he's been scaring her the first third of the film or first quarter of the film, where he's just stalking her. She's like, "Who the fuck is that? Someone's stalking yeah, me." Right. And then you know he saves her a couple times. She tries to fight back a couple times. There's that great scene where she bites him on the hand, and he just calmly like grits his teeth and just pulls his her mouth away from his hand. He's like, cyborgs don't feel pain. I do. Don't do that again. Like it's yeah, yeah. and even the little the moment where they're making pipe bombs and everything, like it, it's it's more believable in that film, which is why the concept of them making t- John Connor is believable. Because Kyle Reese at that time in the entirety of the first film does not know that he is the father of John Connor. Correct. Yeah, no, that's true. which is why the the inclusion. I mean, look, part of me is like, fuck yeah, we get to see we get to see mom, dad, and kid all in the same film together. That's cool. I did like that idea. And then yeah, but then it just kind of you made the fucking kid the fucking Damien kid like Omen like like no Omen 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 Omen. That's what a lot of people said. I'm sure, including yourself. I think a lot of people said, oh, shit, at the opening of this fucking movie of of Dark Fate. Look, Um, if you took that whole scene out, you like the movie, right? Take out the part of where they kill John? Correct. It it did drag a bit. 
like I said, um, you know, and obviously you have to change the whole Legion thing. You Correct. know what I mean? If one of the things that I liked that they did with with T three that I felt got kind of get glazed over both in our discussion and in general was mm-hmm. they decided, okay, we can't get to John, let's go after his lieutenants. Do you know what I mean? And so like that's a way to keep having to have this character Danny from Dark Fate is she now is one of John's lieutenants. Right. Do you know what I mean? Or or, or equal command level. You know what I mean? If, if so, you're going with the John Connors is, is the fucking if, leader of the resistance. If John yeah. still lives, yeah. You know, and, and you know, the only thing you have to drastically change is potentially the Legion thing. Even then you could keep it and have it be like, well, you know, Skynet didn't become a thing, but this other thing came to be. You know what I mean? Like, like Genesis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 it would have been and it would and that would have fallen more in line with the first three. So it wouldn't be as much of a what if as Genesis became, you know. So Right. Like if, that, if they're trying to please the fans, then they would have done that. Right. And that that's how you could have done it and still had the whole cast that you currently have in Dark Fate and, and not be throwing up that middle finger. I even like Steph said, well, look, if how would you make it work where Danny is relevant to to John? And I didn't make your point, but it is an argument. But I also would I was just going to say, look, he was flirting with a fucking Hispanic chick. Before he died, maybe popped one in her, and Danny's his fucking kid. Yeah. And she's like, oh, fuck you, Rico. That's no. And I'm like, but because she's like, but then why need John either way? If if Dan, if if John is just his whole purpose you know is to. There's even a way you kill John and not make it seem like a middle finger. Honestly. Okay. And it goes kind of tight. And, and what you were just saying is what inspired this, right? So he doesn't mm-hmm. fuck her when he's like 13. But maybe, maybe the Terminator doesn't get to him right then. But maybe he gets to him when he's like 15, 19, 20. Whatever. Yeah. Gets to him at a late. So you have some breathing room between Judgment Day and the time that he gets killed. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that really pissed me off is like, I have to go back and check the three-year thing. And I'm not arguing that with you. But even three years feels like too short of a time. But visually speaking, it looked like they literally just came from Cyberdyne mm-hmm. or from that, that factory where they where they melt everything and, and, went went on to Gu- and went to Guatemala. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, that's, I think, the biggest problem I have with it. Like, if you have some breathing room, John's got a girlfriend, she gets pregnant, she gets away, John dies, she gives birth to Danny, Danny then, you know replaces John in the in the timeline. Right. Okay, let's rock and roll. I'm on board for that movie. Like that movie right. and and then it plays out exactly like the rest of the movie played out. I'm on board. It it it's that you it really it really did feel like James Cameron just said fuck you to the fans that liked the first two films. I I don't disagree i've said it numerous times on on this episode i also acknowledge the other argument and i think it's whoever wants to my whole thing is if you're gonna just hate an opening and at the expense of the film that's not that's not really that fair it, it may not be fair but you're dealing with here's the other thing is you're dealing with a legacy film that's the that's part of the problem like if you're doing that on like a new film I agree with you. That's some bullshit. 
but you're dealing but, with a legacy film here. We're dealing with a franchise that's multiple movies deep, even if he's disregarding three of them. You're dealing right. with m- multiple franchise. you know. This was one of the arguments I made on yesterday's recording that I did with, you know, Jamie Cadiers. Yeah. I I made the whole, because... Whether you are aware of it or not, Halloween's Halloween similar. It's very similar, right? They're just fucking up. Yeah. Halloween 2018 does almost the exact same type of thing that Dark Fate does. They don't go, they don't kill off Jimmy Lee Curtis's character immediately, but they fuck with the mythology where it completely retcons everything that we have understand. For example, Jamie Lee Curtis's character and Michael Myers, you find out in the second film. The first second film, not, you know. Yeah, yeah the, the 1980 something, 80, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that they're siblings. And that's been part of the lore for 40 years. Then in this new one, 2018, they flat out, they flat out, one character flat out says, Aren't worth, wasn't, wasn't he her brother? And she's like, no. And a char- literally the character says, no, that's just something people made up to make them feel better. So imagine me, I'm a big, like, we both love the Terminator films and I love the Halloween films. I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck? It would be like, like I said, the analogy earlier where like if force awakens came out and it was like Luke and Leia were fucking in, in, you know, on the Island. And they're just like, Nope, we're Nope. We were, we were never siblings. Who said that? Obi-Wan said that. Yeah. Obi-Wan's crazy. We never did. No, that's not a thing. My twin sister's somewhere else on fucking another goddamn planet. No, I fucked my, you know, no. So, the the fucking the argument is is that as a film goer we you and you and C man gave me a hard time with how bent out of shape I got with like Rise of Skywalker and shit like that. This is exactly what I was talking about. When you are invested in the mythology and the lore and the characters, and especially if you grew up with them. It's part of your childhood. If you wear the costume on Halloween or whatever, you start to give a shit a little bit more. And then when you fucking see something that rocks you to the fucking core, like see a main character, an iconic character, good, good, good for bad. Edward Furlong's character as John Connor is more iconic than whoever the fuck played him in the opening scene of T2. Sure. So it hurts you and you want to fucking be like, no, this, this hurts my childhood. And I, I don't, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I understand James Cameron's that type of director. He's gonna be like, fuck you and your feelings. I'm going to fucking, I, you know, I'm not that Canadian. I grew, I was born in Canada, but I was raised in America. God damn it. Like, I don't know. He's that kind of fucking guy. He's kind of like, and I say this with all respect, he's kind of like Matty Granger. Every t- you know, every time we talk about Matty Granger, he's like, oh, he's Canadian. You know, he's just like, you know, he's he's our nice Canadian friend. And it's like, you know, he you know, he says some shit. We're like, oh, Jesus, I didn't know you guys could say that, you know, <laughs> or or finding out Mike Myers is not as nice. I mean, Mike Myers is reported as a fucking prick. Oh, is so he really? When, I've never heard. That. Oh, my God. He's a total fucking prick. All right. We'll save that for another day. But OK, I, I believe you. you but I just, yeah, yeah. Total prima donna, total fucking prima donna. Anyways, I get it. It hurts. It, it hurts your fucking feeling, and it feels like someone just took a shit in your childhood's like soul. <laughs> I I get it, CJ. I totally understand. But on a story wise, they can't recreate the T three thing of the lieutenants. 
because then they're going to be accused of not being original enough. Well, then, but then do what I said, you know, like take take that thing or just give it some just give it some breathing room. I don't even care that they kill John. Just give it some fucking breathing room. But I, if we do that thing and like let's say Danny is his daughter, that's also been done so many times. It's and it, and the whole point is that it's is trying to show. That it, because Linda Hamilton, first off, Linda Hamilton's performance was really fucking good in this. Do you agree? Uh, I mean, did did I do? I, I think she did a fine job acting it. I had some issues with some of the regression of the character a little bit. Um, well, I she's guess old it. As fuck. What's that? Well, she's old as fuck. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like I. I don't know. Like she. She seemed to. She seemed like she. By the end of T two, she seemed to have lightened up a little bit as a person. I felt okay. like, and it seems like she regressed all that. Well, because her son was shot in front of her. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I do get that. I do get that. I do get that. And like, I, I don't know. I just out of all the people who would be like, they can't. They fucking shot John Connor. She's the one who would be the biggest one who would be complaining the most. No, that's true. I, I honestly. See, I guess I want to make a difference for the machines, but I almost would have preferred they they, they shot Sarah and and left John. She you was know. no longer the target. Yeah, well, no, and I get I, it. Yeah, but her whole argument, where she just automatically assumes that Danny is supposed to be the mother of a savior, that was a really interesting thing. Where she's like, "Let me let me guess, you are the mother. You give birth to the savior, of the resistance." Like. And then she's like, oh, I fucking was her or she was me or whatever. And it sucks. Yeah. And then it'd be like, no, she's it's not her womb. That's the fucking threat. She is the threat. She's that was. Yeah. It it was it was a nice switch on the whole thing. And again, I'm not I am acknowledging that Dark Fate is it was a risky fucking movie. And but it also I have a I have a problem with any movie that has more than three writers at a time to try and get one story. This movie had like eight writers, a lot of writers. David Goyer was one of them. Uh, Goyer did the screenplay. He didn't do the, so write, writing credits, the story. Oh, no, he is a story too. I'm sorry. So story, the story is Cameron Goyer, Justin Rhodes, uh, Josh Freeman and Charles Igly, I guess is how you say it. I don't know how you say his last name because it's spelled funky, but, you know. And Tim Miller. Even though he's not credited as a writer, he definitely was in the writing room. Okay. And because he and... So that's six. That's six writers. And then and, and then, and then the screenplay is Billy Ray, Justin Rhodes. I don't even know who Billy Ray is because he's not involved in it before. And then Goyer. So... Billy Ray is he wrote Field the Dreams and he's written some of the shit. So okay, so off and on, that's about eight writers is what is more or less what I'm saying. Yeah. And and, and they're all in a room like a fucking like they're writing a TV series. And it's just it's it's hard because you have different opinions and you have different writing styles and you have different levels of mythology. And then you have someone like James Cameron who's like, fuck all of you. You know that I know my shit. Mm-hmm. Why are all of you questioning me? Right, and that's ultimately what Tim Miller and and uh, Cameron were fighting about. Tim Miller was against uh, Connor Killing being John. killed. Yeah, yeah. John, you keep calling him kill- Connor. Well, because I call Sarah Sarah. Okay, so why can't you call him John? I don't know. 
All right. Because Carl was fucking taken. <laughs> you know, just because he's involved in directing both films, I now want to see a post-credit scene in Deadpool 3 where Deadpool goes and fucking kills that Terminator before he kills John in Guatemala. Fine. I don't, I don't think Tim Moore's coming back. No, I don't think so either, but I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Sure. To make you happy, sure. <laughs> um, um, I I have got to fucking praise Mackenzie Davis. Holy shit! I yeah, she did. First good. off, the first time I was watching this, I was like, "Wow, Emily Blunt looks great." <laughs> I thought it was Emily Blunt. And I was like, "Oh my god, who's this Brie? Um, who's this Brie Larson, uh, Emily Blunt hybrid that we have?" It, she's fucking great. I, I love the fact that her name is Grace and she has no grace whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love do I love names like that where it's like, oh, my name is Hope and she's it, just it, like the bringer of destruction. It's <laughs> the most active I've seen her. Now I've only seen her in three three roles, including I, this. To the best of my knowledge, I've never seen her in anything else. Yes, you have. What? She's in the Martian. Oh, you're right. She's one of the fucking okay. She's the she's one of the analysts, so she doesn't have a very active role. That's what I'm saying. She's not very oh, you're active, right. typically speaking. But she, yeah, she, she's she she's just sitting at the fucking. She's the, the one. That, she's the one that basically discovers he's alive. Right. Yeah. Um. You know. Um. And actually, you also saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine. She's in that too. Who the fuck? Wait she's a minute. The prostitute that hooks that she that stands in for her for the AI. Oh, all That's right. Her. Well, she does have like connections to androids and shit. <laughs> um, and then I—that's the—that's the only thing that I've seen her now. She was in Tully. Uh, she was mm. in. I'm looking. She's in, you watch Black Mirror, right? Don't you? You're a Black Mirror fan, aren't you? No, I've seen an episode too. It's not bad. I just—it's just I haven't. Uh, no, I'm. I I'm you like Black? In. You like Black Adder? That's the one you're a fan of, right? Yes. That very different fucking show. Title wise, though, it's not all black shows. Fuck are you, alive, dude! <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's funny. Uh, um, yeah, she, she's not in a lot of stuff, but this is the most active I've seen her because, like, when she's in *Halt and Catch Fire*, which is why I first saw her, it's a, it's a series from AMC. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's on Hulu or or Netflix, but it's. It takes place in the 80s, but it's all like computers and stuff. So she's like, a, she's not a hacker, but she's a programmer. So not a lot of physical, you know, reaction necessary. Martian, same thing. Not a lot of physical action in that role. She's sitting behind the desk. And even in, in Blade Runner, like it's more her talking to Ryan Gosling a lot. Because even before the, the, the sex scene, she approaches him earlier in the film on the street, but it's just dialogue. There's not a lot of, like, action in her scene, you know? So, um, So it was good to see her really get to kind of be a badass and really, like, you know, throw her weight around in, in that positive kind of way, so. And, and one of the few people who can go up against Linda Hamilton and be intimidating like you know it's it's believable enough because linda hamilton set the fucking tone with the exception of like sigourney weaver sigourney it was sigourney weaver and it was linda hamilton as the most badass women in the 80s and 90s and then you got like jamie lee curtis a little bit yeah in certain roles but you know and all 
most sci-fi and horror films always have what is known as the final girl, essentially. But never to the status of iconicism sure. like Linda Hamilton or Sigourney Weaver. Sure. Um, and so for some, I'm not, I am not saying Mackenzie Davis is iconic as much, <laughs> right. but I'm saying to be able to fucking go shoulder to shoulder and, with, and to go to shoulder shoulder with an icon. Yeah. You're not saying she's going to be able to hold your own against one. Yeah. I agree with you. Correct. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I saw some reviews about how, the character and the actress Danny just looked kind of weak. I'm like, well, she's supposed to because then she has to go through this bullshit in order she's, to become a badass. She's the Sarah Connor mm-hmm. from T1 of this film. That's what she is. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only difference is a little bit, she's a little more tougher by the end of it than Sarah was by the end of the first Terminator. But, Correct. And she's going to fucking be even more of a badass because now her mentor is Sarah Connor. Right. No, for if, sure. If, if the, yeah. yeah, if Judgment Day is going to fucking happen again. Or whatever then... they're calling this one, yeah. But that was an interesting thing. I They did call it Judgment Day. Did they? Okay. Yeah, I... yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was like, no, you should have changed that. It, it should not, if you're going to If it's not Skynet, day, it's not Judgment Day, yeah. It, you're telling me all the fucking same resistance survivors and whatever, It's a, even though it's a different group of survivors, they all said, oh, yeah, this is Judgment Day. Why? Well, just call it End of Days or or, or Apocalyptic something, or something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also acknowledge the villain of this film was, if for nostalgic purposes, Robert Patrick wins, but this guy was a good addition. He was, yeah. you know, I, I felt like he... Yeah. He definitely laid down the charm in the same level that Patrick did when he was being charming to, like, you know, the kids, the arcade, or or whatever. He wasn't yeah, always imposed. Th- this guy was more interactive than, than the mm-hmm. T-1000, but I think that's because—you can't even call it an upgrade because it's a whole different thing. But Right. Which I— I don't want to say I have a problem with, but it's a little hard to differentiate. I mean, he, he looks like a Terminator, like a standard size. You know, when when he separates and you see the the exo the the endoskeleton, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's it's very but Terminator. They, they also call them Terminators. That's what's really fucking not, like his no, model. A Rev his 9. type is called a Rev Nine, but they're still saying like uh, uh, what's her fuck uh, uh, Grace said. Did she call him a no, Terminator? They said the, she said the words Terminators, but she said that his model type is a Rev Nine, just like a TX right. in three is a Terminatrix or a TX. It's still right. a Terminator, right? And I think that's where it gets muddy. Where it's like, well, it would be a different timeline. They would be called different things. If it's not Skyline, it's Legion, and it's not. It's still Judgment Day. Then they wouldn't they call them like something different, but then Terminators. So, but I think James Cameron's like, no, we've already pissed off the fans by killing John Connor. We can't take away the concept, the name Terminator. All we're saying is Terminators exist, but then you say, well, okay, well, in our future, we call them fucking exterminators or we call them revs for whatever fucking reason. Um, look, I'm not saying Dark Fate is a perfect film. It's, it's in my sure. opinion, it is the third best of the fucking franchise but that's also not saying a lot because after one and two in my opinion they all kind of are like all right well that one's fine okay that one kind of sucked and all right this one's whatever you know it's really not a big fucking oh my god i just blew james cameron it's not that at all right but in terms of working a story 
and action. I kind of like dark. I, I like, I liken dark fate in almost like comparison to Logan in the sense that there's a lot of Hispanic influence and it's darker. It's back to being R rated. It's bloodier. It's grittier. And it's also like you could choose this as a standalone or you could choose this as the next proper sequel is really how it is. I'm not saying it's as good as Logan, but I'm saying that whether the filmmakers acknowledge it or not, I see a fucking correlation of Logan. Sure. Is all I'm saying. I could see that. Uh, and I think the villain also kind of captures that. And, and honestly, I said this before, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger does some of his better work in a Terminator film in this particular film than he did in, uh, Genesis. I thought it was like the, the dead, he looks, he looks and acts more human than ever before. I agree. And yeah. And he knows that he comes off very stiff and stoic, but he's a little bit more relaxed. But he says, like, oh, no, I'm very, I'm very popular. People find me funny. I, they say I'm really funny. But he says it in such a deadpan way that that is the joke. I fucking laugh so goddamn hard, CJ, where he shows them a bunker full of weapons. And they're like, why do you have all these weapons? He's like, and he says, oh, well, statistically, humans were are going to fucking wholesome shit and I got to be ready to protect my family. Also, this is Texas. I thought that was one of the funniest I, fucking I, lines. I agree. That was good. Um I I no, I did I I did listen. From the point that Arnold comes into the to the film mm-hmm. forward is probably the best part of the film for me. Like honestly. And it's, I I don't disagree with you. And it's not because just to stress to the audience, because we now have a man on set. It it is no. It is. I know you. Be- I know you better than that. It's familiarity. I know you. It's it's not even familiarity. I think. I think it just it to me it grounded something that was going way out of control for me. Because even though Sarah Connor's from the previous films, based on that middle finger from the beginning of the thing, you know, like. No, I'm sorry. That is still a fuck you that I am not gonna get over. Like, no. Your your, your opinion of it is instead of uh, instead of the Terminator doing the thumbs up when he gets lowered in the fucking like lava, it's just like this instead. Yeah, it's just the middle it, finger it really going is. down. It's like, it, 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 he's like, I'll see you next time when I when my my fucking clone my my other model fucking kills you. See you in a couple years. That's the only thing that would have been really interesting, and I don't know how they would have ever done it. You know, but is if it could have somehow, especially maybe one of what's that? No, no, because you can't. There's no way it could have been the same model. I get that, but if there could have been, and and I think I think the problem is that Terminator Two just takes place in in the wrong era, and that's not anyone's fault except that it is what it is. But right, if he could have somehow like uploaded his consciousness to like the to the internet somehow, and then downloaded into another model. Somehow, and have that one. It, so it couldn't be the same physical machine, but you know, you you you're, you're slipping into like Jarvis Ultron shit, is what you're saying. A little bit, but I mean, yeah, I, you know, I see it, what you're saying. And I'm not upset that it didn't happen. It would have been cool if there was a way to make it happen. But I'm not like it's not like it's you know. But think of think of the fact that this Terminator that killed John Connor 
develop the closest thing to a conscious or grief. That's fucking interesting. It's, it's kind very of like, interesting. Yeah. It's not it's not as severe. All right, let me, let, the closest thing I can compare it to is Force Awakens introduced us to a stormtrooper and we got to see what a stormtrooper got to see, you know, with Finn. Yeah. And and that was interesting. That had never been done and and people lost their fucking minds that he was a black guy. Like, but grow up, you fucking fucks. Yeah. Um I I, I, you know, it was interesting to see a Terminator, like, we've all, we've seen a Terminator as a villain, we've seen a Terminator as a good guy, we've seen a Terminator, but we've never seen a Terminator just be like, all right, I don't have a purpose, and just walk aimlessly like fucking Kane. Yeah. Yeah. And then to develop, like, I have to be in a society. It, people... it, re- it really does answer the question about what if the Terminator had succeeded in T1 and killed Sarah? Or even, or, well, not you can't say T two because that's a T one thousand. So it has to be the first Terminator, you know. Well, the the analogy is still the same. We could have seen what would a T one thousand fucking do if it killed. I don't think know. a T one thousand was a learning machine. I think that was strictly a killer. Like I don't like like the the T eight hundreds. You know. In Arnold's or, or in its own words, both in Judgment Day and then again in Dark Fate, talks about how it's a learning machine. Actually, that comes up in Genesis as well, if I recall, like that it's a learning machine. It can, okay, despite what you think of the film, that same concept comes up that it can learn, it can grow. Correct. That's all I'm saying. It's like that's, I agree. A, yeah, yeah, you know, and it. And so it was able to grow into this, like you said, develop a conscience to a degree and then move on with its day. You know, I don't think the T-1000 has that capability. I I could almost see Skynet seeing that as a flaw and not building that into a a future model, i.e. T-1000, even the TX, you know, where... Because the TX is very... T one thousand esque, even though it has a skeleton, like you know what Correct. I mean. So, the I... ultimate fucking irony is that we're talking about a character, and I mean the Terminator Carl is he? He eventually was like, yes, yeah, Skynet or Legion or whatever needs to fucking be destroyed. This is a robot who had so much guilt and so much grief and so much conscience that he was like, nope. But fucking machines cannot fucking rule the world. How dare we? It's so weird. It's kind of like the best way to describe it is like like a Nazi fucking like coming like seeing the horrors of what happened around him and be like, I was so fucking wrong. And never again. It it can never fucking happen. Like a Nazi like hunting down Hitler. And actually, I mean, that happened. So, I mean, that's not. Yeah, it did happen. but it didn't succeed, but it happened. But I'm saying, like, it, it, it it's a risky fucking move to kill John Connor, but you wouldn't get... I don't think you could have possibly have gotten the level of writing or the, the what-if scenario of what if a fucking Terminator develops so much of a fucking conscious that it does everything it possibly can to have redemption and, and, and give... Sarah Connor a purpose and try and take down the machines. I know it's risky. I, again, I'm not disagreeing. It's just this movie is also a what if scenario. You can acknowledge that, oh, James Cameron put his seal of approval on it, but 
I also don't think James Cameron got the movie that he specifically wanted because there was a lot of fighting with Tim Miller and, and the then other direct writers. Then the fucking thing yourself and shut the fuck up. Okay, but he was like, no, I'm, I'm doing my Avatar movies that you all want. No, 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 no. <laughs> Look, I think we've been talking for, what, four hours? No, not not yet. So, not even close, actually. So, really? Yeah. How... I, I really don't have much more to say. No, I, I I'm pretty I'm pretty talked out on this as well. The only thing I could the only thing I could say and and if you feel like this needs further discussion, maybe we save it for a get vocal or just like a bonus thing or something. But like, mm-hmm. it did occur to me how analogous this is to the Matrix, and it's in a way, you know, it is it oh, is for sure. very similar in a lot of ways. I would argue that a lot of the most popular sci-fi movies where like shit where like machines are fucking up. And that's the biggest message is that we rely too much on our fucking technology. Dude, Sky- Skynet's a real possibility. Like that's Absolutely. no joke. <laughs> like of all the, yeah. I'll add one more fucking caveat that Steph was like I think she grinded her teeth in a powder. <laughs> She said this, and and I, I can't. You you cannot disagree with this. She said at no point do they ever acknowledge radiation poisoning. All there was, uh, whatever the timeline is, whatever the fuck it is, they they acknowledge that starvation is a thing, and there's no food, and supplies are limited, and blah blah blah. But if there was warheads and all that shit, there would absolutely be radiation poisoning, and then the next generation would all fucking look like the hills have eyes or like sloth. She's not wrong. I don't it's, know that and, it would be and, that extreme, but she's not wrong. Yeah. Every, but like every fucking movie overlooked that. And she's just like, look, if they're really fucking, like you pointed out, they're really trying to fucking focus on the sigh, then they're fucking overlooking a real fucking sigh thing. Um, that's all. That that was one of the things I had to remember to fucking include in this discussion. I, I guess the only the only quick argument against that, and uh, is that a lot of, if not all, the survivors were because even they say in I think both Judgment Day and subsequent films that it they didn't drop bombs in every like it it, it didn't drop fifty nuclear warheads on the United States. It dropped. I mean, it was a nice number of them i want to say you know but but it took took out like like la san francisco new york you know like it took out major cities so if you were in buttfuck iowa you probably don't have any radiation poisoning you know i mean like you know so and and that's where the resistance people can be coming from you You got me laughing you have to be proud i see that Um, buttfuck iowa i mean that's a good that's a or you're (laughs) <laughs> or Uranus, Missouri. You know what I mean? Like, which is a real place. So, yeah. All right. I I definitely see your point. I. She's not I wrong. I, Steph's she's not. She's not wrong. And they killed three billion people. So the remaining fucking whatever. Two Four billion. Because it's you know, and even actually at the time at the time of ninety one, it was probably closer to five billion. So there'd still be two billion left. But still, that's what I'm saying. 
yeah. There, there, there should be some fucking like a, at least have one fucking eye down here. You know, just, just. No, I, I, I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know that radiation poisoning would be for every human being left. You know, it would be a very different fucking film franchise if like John Connor, the leader of the resistance, looked like sloth and he's just like trying to give his. See, fucking, I don't like, even speech. think. That, I think that's too extreme because I mean, look, in 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 real in real life, two nuclear bombs have been dropped. That has happened. And yes, there was destruction. Yes, there was radiation poisoning. And yes, there were some real medical consequences that came by. But Mm -hmm. you don't see Japanese people walking around with an eye right in the middle of their forehead. That doesn't fucking happen. Like I don't know. uh, I... I think we see enough video footage. It might footage explain from... their fucking anime and tentacle fucking obsession. Anyway, that's a different... All right. Uh, on on that note, I think I've got the final, you know, way of ending this. We'll be back. CJ here with a few thank yous to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. Please don't forget to rate and comment. If you want to agree with or yell at us, you can do it live. That's right. Rico and I put ourselves on a weekly live stream called Getting Vocal with Potaskew every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific at getvocal.com slash Potaskew. That's www.getvokl.com slash Potaskew where we discuss various topics from past and present shows and even sometimes play games. If you can't or don't want to join us live, you can follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our wonderful logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike 80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. I'm never going to fucking call you Carl. Damn it! Coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! 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 Ah! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.